am Liam O'Donnell. And I'm Josh Alvarez, and you're listening to episode 51 of Cinepunks, a.k.a. Liam's Tertiary Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it tertiary? Because you're doing Eric Roberts is a fucking man in horror business. Yeah, but this is the main one. Oh, this is number one? Well, I mean, Eric Roberts is the fucking man is really the Doug Tilly show. Right. And featuring you're just... his henchmen. I mean, literally one of his favorite features is when he gets to tell me to shut up so he can introduce the guest. Wow. He gets me talking just so we can go, shut up, Liam. Our you... guest this week. <laughs> Do you guys know about his other show? No. I'm on, no. A, sh- I'm on a show called Eric Roberts is the fucking man. Why don't you tell our fine friends at Movie Drone yes. what this show is about? Tell us, please. So it's a podcast with uh, this gentleman from Canada named <laughs> Douglas Tilly. And uh, the thesis of the show is that we're going to watch everything eric roberts has ever done which i don't know if you've looked at his imdp page recently but it's a lot of things yeah it includes episodes of uh celebrity rehab we just did his season of celebrity rehab and it was (laughs) fucking painful (laughs) it's like the worst i never want to watch that show again i want to pretend (laughs) it doesn't exist it's the worst thing that's amazing and you watched it so good. So this week. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here today with uh, the fine people of Movie John. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, my name's Rosalie. I'm actually the old sport at Movie John. What can I just sure. immediately already have an aside? Why old sport? You know, honestly, I don't even really know where it came she's from. She's wearing a cardigan. I mean, you know, she's just, you know, she's she's just is. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, a, yeah. You know, the classy. She orders the uh, old fashioned well, when she goes out. Okay, I guess drink, I'll just you know? I'll just reveal it right here. I actually did like the new Great Gatsby. Oh, okay. And, well, that's fine. That's and fine. the rest of the group, um, they really were not pleased with that. <laughs> they were with, not with the movie or with that you liked it? That I liked yes. it. Mm. I yes. was immediately judged. Fair enough. Mm. So That's harsh. It's man. a hard thing. That's a hard style. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's kind of where it came from. Okay. And then we just started calling me Old Sport. I appreciate that. And and I'm Ben. I'm uh, uh, the best boy. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of just, uh, you know, doing the odd jobs, but not the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make sure we're fed. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do do a little bit of craft services as well, so, yeah. And we yell at Ben. Yeah. yeah. Why do you yell at Ben? That sounds so sad. Now I'm sad for Ben. Don't. No, he deserves it. It's fine. It's it's fine. Fair enough. I'm already already liking this. Can you... uh, can yeah. you talk to us about movie John? What yeah, is, tell what us a little about it for it's people a who zine, don't, right? Yes. Yes. So actually, we're coming up on our one year anniversary um, in July, and it's basically it's a monthly movie zine. We feature interviews with filmmakers, then people write reviews about new movies, old movies. Um, but what's pretty cool is that if you sign up, it's actually delivered right to your house. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I've been picking mine up at South Philly Comics. Yeah, we do have it like in and around Philly. They so. put it in my box, by the way, with uh, my monthly do they? polls. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. every time I go to get my con, they're like, "Oh, we put the new movie John there. Is that okay?" And I'm like, "Yes, that's <laughs> allowed." Yeah, yeah. So one cool thing though is about if you do subscribe, we do send like little goodies. Like this past month. Um, our theme was sports and film, so everybody got a copy of the zine, and then they also got a trading card. Wow. We, yeah. That, and we made four different ones, um, so people got like a different one. Like Crispin. We did Crispin Glover. For, and we did uh, um, uh, Lillian Gish. We did... Tilda. Tilda Swinton and um, Buster Keaton, of course. Yeah, yeah. we each, each like crew member picked a different person, so... 
That's amazing. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you guys are a print zine in the internet world. Let's talk to me about that. Mm-hmm. What's what's that about? So we do also have a website, moviejohn.com, which we do feature some of the material from the zine. Um, but it's kind of interesting. We're finding, I just did a, a zine fest um, last week. And people are really connecting, I feel, to print versions of things because a lot of it just doesn't exist anymore. And it also, a lot of the things that we put in the zine are only available in the zine. So it makes it a little bit more special. I mean, we've had people say to us they want to do a physical zine for Cinebugs. Yeah? Yeah, it's been oh, pitched be now cool. like three or four times. Huh. I think... Uh, Have you had any experience writing zines before? Not a damn... Not I've, I've submitted things that other people put in there, okay. but as far as like construct, you know, it's, yes, no, yeah. I'm just asking. It's a work putting it together, and I've never had to do that. Yeah, because we it came from Fran, our, our projectionist. Sure, uh, yeah, he uh, has done a lot of zines, so that was. Mm, yeah, I actually thing. the past couple months I've been formatting it, and we we take turns doing it, and I will tell you, it's definitely hard. Like yeah. it's a skill. It is because yeah. there's just a lot that goes into it. Um, but what's cool about zines, I feel, is that there's really no rules, mm. so you can like do whatever you want to do. And it was really interesting at the Zine Fest. Like you can literally make a zine about anything. Yeah, like people do them about cooking. Well, bands. I mean, what, what is Talking your history? Animals. What is your history with zines? Talking animals are awesome, so we could talk oh, about that I, in any format. But uh, did you read zines? Like I, I actually only thought they were for music. Like, that's the. I mean, like I saw I mean, them in I the think, punk. Yeah. I, 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 so I thought of that for a while. But I had my brother did a zine that he had printed. He called it a zine. Mm-hmm. It was formatted like a zine, but then the printing quality was so beyond that it looked like a comic book. Like if you wow. saw it in a store, yeah. you would have yes. thought it was a comic book. It was glossy. The cover came with glitter on it, which mm. was kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> what was, was the name of your brother's zine? I actually don't. Oh snap! Yeah, he hopefully gave... your brother doesn't listen to you talk every week. No, he does. Dan, oh, I'm so sorry. Man. And Dan is a big fan, dude. Of the show, you are the worst brother I've ever remember, met in my entire life. But there was definitely a, a part in the zine where he talked about how in the Philadelphia statutes, mm. it's still illegal to slurp your soup in public. Mm. Nice. That's actually still in the law books. Very interesting I zine. Think that's worthwhile. Yeah, especially for there the was lots you of smuggle into you know the theater or what have you. <laughs> yeah. you can't do it legal, yeah. illegal, son. Uh, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you write specifically for. Oh, job. sure. So I actually have like a couple columns that get rotated through the different issues. I write this one that's fun. It's reviews in robe. Okay. Where it's basically just watching movies in the comfort of my robe at home. <laughs> nice. And I do try to so when I watch a movie like the last one I did was Mean Girls, which sure. I had never watched. Really? No. Yeah, a friend the of the podcast, uh, Mark Beamer, who does Shirts for a Cure, has a bunch of Mean Girls t-shirt prints mm-hmm. that make absolutely no sense to me because I've never seen the movie. You've never seen Mean Girls? Something well, about like okay. you smell like a baby unicorn or some yeah, bullshit. I have no thing. idea. Well, what after means. watching it, I realized there were so many phrases and yeah. things that people use from that movie that I that that's didn't where they came from. And right. You didn't know it. Um, but then what I'll also do is like plan a meal and a drink like inspired by the movie. Wow. So I do that. And then each month I do a column where we salute a lady in film. It could be a filmmaker, a writer. Um, and we do try to get 
an interview. Um, the last person I did, which was pretty exciting, it was somebody based out of Philly, Heidi Saman. And her film just won at LA Film Fest. Yeah, I've heard nice. of her, but I haven't seen it. Obviously. Yeah, I haven't seen her film yet either. Okay. Um, yeah, but it is, yeah. she's hoping it's going to play in Philly soon. Um, I'm thinking maybe the Philly Film Fest, but we'll have to wait and see. No comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, it'll be yeah. wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, uh, I, I do uh, missed it, is, is the theme. Oh. So every, yes. it's something. Generally, the concept is something that was a blockbuster or critically acclaimed that was uh, that something I just out and out never w- watched, and often because I didn't want to, such sure. as Titanic, uh, was, right, was yeah, one I yeah. had no interest in ever and watching. Loved it. it. No, <laughs> not at all. And there were a lot of problems with that movie. But um, I mean, go I, on. No, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't. I saw it. I saw it in the theater. And I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to hop up on the soapbox. But I'll just say, just. Just to not go off on it, I'll say it very smoothly that uh, she referred to that boat as as a slave ship, and, and, and it's just there's, I I said a lot of swears at the TV uh, when I was uh, when I when I was watching it at that point. I was just uh, yeah. I uh, I unfortunately made out during that movie. I think that's nice. Probably a fine use of no, the film. This is a poor timing. No, <laughs> that was bad. That was a bad decision. It's a high school decision. It, no, it's fine. I. Uh, yeah. And actually, I'm just even trying to think if there's been a missed it that you've liked yet. Um, well, I mean, Purple Rain uh, was all right. I'd actually whoa, did, did whoa, Purple Rain. Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So fine. you didn't see Purple Rain until recently? No, no. Well, I was a bit young Within when it the came past out. Year at least. Well, I just had watched it. No. Uh, so the thing was that I'd done it directly before his death, uh, Prince's death, and then uh, um, which was like a weird. It was weird, yeah, because we were did movie print. John kill Prince? I might oh have happened. You motherfucker! Oh man, he got in advance and was very <laughs> upset. But I, yeah, no, I we were actually just about to print, and I kind of had to modify it to be a little softer in some of, on some of the, the the issues with. I mean, obviously, it's not. I know a lot of people uh, love the film, and I think a lot of it has to do with nostalgia. And obviously, there's just enjoying Prince and his music, which is is undeniably good. I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I, nothing with that. But the film itself is, uh, eh, it's all right. I that's that's one that I didn't hate. You're a lot of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm creeping up on forty. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying also that dude, there is no response for Under the Cherry Moon in, in the wake of Prince's passing, which was a freaking terrible movie yeah yeah so uh, you know yeah. purple rain gets it because it's we saw it when we saw it yeah so i can't imagine seeing it this year for the first time <laughs> yeah it was it, it was something i'm I mean, not making fun of you i also no, i mean well there. no yeah so i was too young uh to watch it uh as i write in the article is uh, my parents there's no way in hell they would have allowed me to watch that at right. that, that point and uh um also like uh, I was a Midwestern kid in the uh, I liked the, sure. you know the rocks and the rolls and that right. was like dancey smoochy girly stuff like I mean Prince at that point was not interesting to me it was not not my, not my thing I was uh, still thinking that Guns N' Roses might be interesting I was wrong but I mean as <laughs> I mean we we have a policy of not starting fisticuffs on the show yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Just, no, yeah, yeah. no I mean I actually it's funny I, I don't think I do think that uh, Purple Rain is complicated because it's like it's valuable because of Prince. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. as a movie without the fact that all the performances are amazing, it doesn't work 
Yeah, right. really. The but, narrative is real fucked up. But like, there's a bunch of like so weird misogyny in this. A just, lot of like he throws that woman in a trash can. He well, throws. I, I, a mean, woman, I mean, yeah, Morris Moore, Day days. Uh, well, he, I think he has his man. Uh, I can't remember who who, who it was. Uh, but, uh, well, he's the villain, right? Well, yeah, yeah. but it's still. But he still he still plays off as cool. Like that's the that's the thing. It's yeah, and it's and it's supposed to be a comedy piece. That when he throws her in, it's supposed to be hilarious. Like Prince goes upside Apollonia's head right after she gives him the guitar. Like that's fucked up. I no no, I, no I, and I, I'm not I'm not apologizing for it. I am saying it's fucked up, but I also say I like purple rain. <laughs> Whatever that says I, about I, me. I, I I just feel like I just feel like uh, we made a puff piece. I mean, Prince made a puff piece concert movie, and yeah. then and then just draped it with like gritty black exploitation. And yeah. I, I love that. Like I'm watching it. Like oh god, that that didn't need to be there, and he put it there anyway. Fuck. I can't argue with that. <laughs> I mean, it could have just been him performing Purple Rain. Yeah, and it would have been one of the greatest movies ever. I love dogs. I mean, they got to do what they got to do. They're dogs. I know. They're protecting so, us. So you just interviewed us for the next issue yes. in July. Talk a little bit about that issue. Oh, so July, like I said, that's going to be our one-year anniversary. So the whole theme around that issue, we're actually going to try not to be snarky. (laughs) Try to be a little bit more sentimental. Be a little bit more sentimental. That's not going to work for me. I was going to say, that doesn't sound like movie John to me. I don't know. (laughs) But we do want to focus on, like, celebration. So a lot of the film reviews are going to be about people celebrating um, we will definitely have our column again with the ladies in film, and I'm trying to think cool. what you're doing for your missed it. Uh, for which? Oh, you're doing oh, anniversary, anniversary party. party. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, it's a movie that I hadn't gotten a chance to see, and I guess it's critically acclaimed fairly well. Uh, uh, you know, I actually really love Alan Cumming, so that's fine. I think it's awesome. So I, I've that's a missed it on a on a personal level that I've actually did want to see that one. So sure. So it's, uh, should be good. Yeah, and then there's just going to be some. I'm definitely going to do some features about the contributors because oh, okay. we have contributors like actually kind of all over the place. Like, yeah. there's some. Well, the person that runs our zine, he's in Asheville, and then right. there's people here in Philly. Right. We actually have some in Texas. <laughs> have you had to explain what the word John means to the people who are not from Philly? No. You know what? Not. Really? Nobody's I mean, asked. Maybe do. they're just afraid to ask because they don't. Have you? Because I mean, the Philly attitude precedes it, and they're the, afraid the to address on the back is North Carolina. So I don't. Even, that, no, we did actually have that question from a, a guy who's yes. like, "Wait, North Carolina and John? Like, what's, what's no? That like, about? that's. But, I, I mean, even when we were on the way here, Josh is like, "Yeah, Philly people," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 North Carolina." But well, yeah, Philly people too. Well, yeah, right. Fran, France from here originally as well. Yeah. His family's uh, here, so that's where that's where it, it that's rooted. That's how yeah, he but, knows about yeah. John, right? And. I had worked with Fran at the Ritz, so that's how oh, I met him. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. and so there's definitely some people from the Ritz um, that are working on the zine, and then friends. But now that we're online, like we just get random contributors. Yeah, yeah and I, so I, mean, do we. That, I think that's. I mean, uh, first of all, what that's that's for us one of the yeah. limitations only in that like. Not that we don't like our faraway contributors, but we'd like to like hang out. With, I mean, exactly. yeah. we have multiple people who contribute that I'm like, other than your Twitter, John, I don't know who you are. Like, I don't know <laughs> anything about you, but you, I like what you write and you're really cool. So yeah. keep writing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm actually, there's a feature we're doing that I'm really excited about in the July issue called Movie John Secrets. Oh. And we asked all the contributors to basically like, because everybody has like, 
a secret movie that they like or an actor that they don't tell anybody that they like because maybe it's embarrassing to them. So people anonymously submitted secrets and some of them are really great and I can't wait to share them. Yeah, everybody except me. I'm I, no I secrets for you. I just actually don't have secrets. That's, awesome. not, that's not, I'm just, actually, I'm the one an when you way. sent that's yours, a, like I knew right away right. Yeah. that it, it was yours. Just, <laughs> yeah. Absolution of guilty just, pleasure is a yeah, wonderful yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, I, don't, I have, so I have no like bad feelings about things that I enjoy. I don't, yeah. it's just, it's totally I do, cool, I, I, I'm willing to like have discussions and maybe I shouldn't enjoy things and maybe I should enjoy things that I don't, but like uh-huh. that's actually, uh, so that's why I like to just be open with it. It's like, I can learn something but from somebody else's point of view. So I uh I have a few things. What what is the Cinepunk secrets? Yeah. Go ahead. You go you go. I can't think of anything because I, I have no guilt. Yeah. I what mean do I? I got a little stoked when I got my Blu ray copy of The Crush the other day. Because <laughs> when I was a kid I used to love that movie. Did you really? Yeah. Man. Wow. See, I don't, I don't have any shame in the stuff that I like. Like I don't know if I feel shame about that, but it's a little weird. I, I mean I'm sure when I saw that movie when it came out, I was probably 15. Yeah. That's the Mark Wahlberg one, right? No. That's no? the one with the fake Alicia Silverstone button. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's with uh, uh, Dread Pirate Roberts. What is that? Carrie Elwes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. movie. Wow. It's, it's a fucked up movie. But at the time, <laughs> I just was like, man, it's scary and Alicia Silverstone's pretty. I'm into it. And it's only now <laughs> as an adult that I'm like, oh. That's bad. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's bad, but it's definitely awkward. I don't know. Like uh, the discussions that I get in, where I feel automatically like maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that Brigadoon's one of my favorite movies. Like it's like the weird Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals from mm-hmm. like yeah, you yeah know, that makes sense. Specifically the Gene Kelly movies that I adore every single one. I mean, I think I think when it comes to a lot of stuff, we kind of celebrate when something is goofy, but we like it anyway. So yeah. I guess there's not that many secrets, but there's probably something. There's some bands I love less than Jake. Yeah, it's fucking weird. So <laughs> I mean, okay, it's time there's, to move on. There's there's there's, uh, there's like two and a half L out there that I that I can appreciate on I that can. level. But you know what? It's, it's saying, it's definitely. I, hey, isn't it time for whacking on track? It is. <laughs> you know what's not whack? My love for less than Jake. Yep. Adoration. All right. So, all right. So now it's time for whacking, whacking on, on track. track. Oh, we didn't man. do it in time. No, that was so bad. You want to do it? Okay. One more time. You can edit that out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can edit. And now it's time for whacking on track. That was so pretty good, sick. actually. We did that one time. That was so good. <laughs> only once. <laughs> yeah. Only once. It was only the that. one time we did it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guests get to go first for yeah. Racking on Track. So, I was guessing that this is things that I'm excited about? Yeah, so whack is negative. Yeah. Okay. On and track is And here's positive. the thing. It's actually the opposite of that. We should have explained it. My bad. No, Wh- it's okay. Whacking on track is actually things you've done or seen or... Recently. So, the oh. things you're excited about is at the end. Yeah, that's but right the, now it's like, what have you seen lately? What movies have you seen? What have what you done? Fans have you heard? What shows have you been to? What's been cool and what's been crap? <laughs> crap would be the whack portion. Well, right now we actually haven't been to the theater since Nice Guys. I think was uh, the yeah, last we one nice we guys, liked, and, and we we enjoyed it fairly well. I mean, I like old Rockford Files episodes yeah. better, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not like it's I, I'm not shitting on it. Like it was not like stealing uh, from Rockford exactly. Files. It obviously was not homage. Like sure, I definitely sure, sure. was not disappointed with yeah. it. it wasn't I enjoyed as good as it, I'd hoped. and I really liked the female character. Yeah, the, I like the daughter. It was very she was good. awesome, and I yeah. would have liked to have seen her more. Uh, but. Yeah. But lately, we've been watching The Critic. Yeah, we went back and watched it. She she hasn't seen The Critic as much as... It uh, as a, yeah. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I'm finding it, it very stinks. entertaining. Um, 
but yeah, I th- you know, I think I'm waiting for stuff to come out. I'm very excited about the fits. I really want to yeah. see that, and I know the Ritz is getting it soon. That will be that will be in my section. And you saw it. I did. Fuck. Yeah, I saw. I, I saw you wrote about bit. it. Yeah. Talked to you a little bit. Oh, more. great. And I know we were talking about this earlier, but Neon Demon. I really want. To see that movie, I want to see it to yeah to see what we think about it at least. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Just, yeah. Decisions uh, not been made. Yeah. And I'm really stoked because hopefully on Tuesday I'll have my copy of Midnight Special. Yeah. On Blu-ray. Oh yeah. Did you like Midnight Special? I, I loved it. I haven't seen it yet, so oh, yeah, I haven't I, seen I, it yet. I'm, I'm waiting on it. It's so fucking good. Is I actually it? blew and out a tire on our, on our way to biking uh, to go see it with a friend, and I was just like, ah, go ahead without me. And, and one uh, of the yeah. the things we do in Movie John is we write Valentines yep. sometimes to actors or directors, and I'm totally writing a Valentine to Michael Shannon. You should. Yeah. You should. I, I mean, he's Michael great. Shannon. I think Michael he's Shannon's so he's awesome. I, I went with the 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 uh, uh, less respected Ryan Reynolds uh, for my Valentine personally. So it's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a. Uh, I can go in on and on. Was that based on Deadpool? Or no, or? no, not at all. Actually, I mean, th- I mean, it was after Deadpool was out, but it was a. Uh, actually, on the on the on the wide range of characters he plays, he's he, uh, there's nobody in his pay range that will actually try to act in so many different things. Now, I'm not saying he's a great actor. Oh my god! But but he's yeah, he's but buried was amazing, wasn't that him? I liked buried. It was good. I, I uh, you love him. Uh, uh, what was the um, uh, Marjane one? Um, the horror one, uh, the the woman that did Persepolis. Um, oh, uh, she did the yeah. The voices. Yes, yes that was that was a, a cool movie. Uh, I like that cool. on a lot of different levels. Uh, you know, but he just he does a oh, paper man with um um. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, he he had a, a part in that. It was good. Uh, you know, it's just he will do the movies on the cheap, the the lower budget stuff, and kind of stretches uh stretches stretches chops a little bit and. I uh, I uh, think that uh, you know that's why I thought he was worthwhile you know for, for the for the Valentine because just because he wasn't respected as much as perhaps he should be for things like that. But I mean, I I do think he doesn't get enough. I I he's on my list of people who, if we're gonna say they're not secrets, but they're people who I think don't get the kind of respect they should. Yeah. Also, this is a dumb. This is not. Hmm. He's not on the same level. But um, remember we talked about this. What is his name again? Um, that's not on his level. The rundown. The rundown. You don't mean Dwayne. You Goon. mean uh, um. Oh, um, the Stifler. Yes. I yeah. Name. I fucking love Stifler. <laughs> he's, he's got like a three name name, right? He's yeah. Got, he's one, it's yeah. like a Neil Scott, Patrick Scott, Harris. Scott, Scott, Scott Williams something. No, no, no. no. I thought it was. I don't know. His Sean, name. Sean, Sean, Sean Patrick Scott. Sean Michael Scott. Sean, Sean Scott Sean. George Michaels. You yeah. know what? Let's let's move on because yeah. every time we try to remember something and we don't remember it, we sound like assholes. I know, and it shows that we don't have our computers open to mm-hmm. IMDb or any other useful thing. I know. So. I, I even put show notes together, but mm-hmm. I didn't put nope. in the rundown. I didn't oh, didn't wow. even print them. Don't even look at them. Oh, I'm just going to keep them moving. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> Anything else whack or on track that you've seen lately? I'm trying to or think participated of Because so- normally I complain about movies a lot, yeah. but <laughs> I haven't seen anything recently that I was... Really yeah, and we, about. I mean, we saw Green Room fairly recently in the theater I liked too. That. Yeah, we liked that. I liked that a lot. Uh, we both really yeah. liked it. We loved it. Yeah. Um, we were we were gonna go see. Oh, they're playing a, a, a classic noir uh, this weekend uh, at the Ritz, and I can't remember what it is now. But it was something we wanted to see. We were looking forward to about a butler. Or, or yeah. a bellhop. It was a butler. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, crap. I can't remember. About but yeah, a butler or a bellhop. 
I love movies about butlers or Bell. <laughs> Gosford Park. Are you a big fan of Gosford Park? Is that the... Oh, I forgot about Gosford Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Altman. I like. Uh, yeah, I, I like Altman. It was pretty Altman. good. Yeah. But no, normally I do complain a lot about movies that I'm just see, disappointed by things that are recently the past couple that we've seen have been sure. good. It's funny because I think of myself as very picky, but doing the show, I think I realize I realized that. I don't actually go as much anymore to movies that might be bad. I think I'm just, I have less Exactly. Time. I've been yeah. complaining about stuff that's coming out, but I didn't see it because hmm. it just looked atrocious. Fair enough, man. Dude. Josh, have you prepared a whacking on track for us? I have. Would you like to share it now? <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. Go for Josh. Um, I saw Radioactivity on Monday. Do you know that, Ben? No. It is members of the Markmen. And yeah. they played at the Phil Mocha, and it is, that band is so good. And I've actually never heard them. You were talking about it, dude, and I don't. I know the Marked Men a lot, but I don't know radio. It's that same level of breakneck punk rock, like super fun. Just really, the vocals do a lot for it, but it's like really good to watch. It's high energy punk rock. I mean, every shows at the Phil Mocha are pretty fun, you know. And um, but yeah, I, I definitely adore that band. And the last two records, the last record's called Silent Kill. So good. They put, they sound exactly like the record on stage, and just fucking great band. So that was a good oh, time. I like shows at Philomoka. Yeah, Philomoka shows are always fun. We saw people. John Micklethor there. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. We went the, to the documentary. Film Fest. Yes, yes. That's nice. so cool. Nice. It was awesome. fun. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, let me think. Also on my on track, I saw Against Me at the Chameleon Club in Lancaster. That, now that sounds <laughs> terrible. It's <laughs> awesome. I love Against Me, and uh, I went with a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Lauren from the Warriors and from the Measure. Oh, sure, 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 Yeah, sure. so she got me and Melani to go with her, and we uh, went to the show, and I didn't realize people still smoke cigarettes with fair regular, like, regularness in Lancaster. Really? Oh, yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of cigarette smoke. Like, not in the club or anything, but it's just like, man, yeah. When you're, wa- when you're walking in, there's like a cloud. Yeah, and when you're in. sitting outside, there's a bunch of people, you know, I don't know, but against me, we're really good. I really like that band. I've liked that band for a very long time, so I know you're not much of a fan. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope, nope. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's like a basic respect there, but it has nothing to do with the music. You know? You're just not into it. It's not my thing. It's fair enough. Kind but of the same way myself. Yeah. It I, sounds. It sounds like. Uh, it often makes me think of like uh, face tattoo under the bridge music. Right. Yeah. Not your thing. <laughs> no. R- riding the trains between Austin and, and Louisville, sort of music. Right. And that's not my thing. Right. No. Um. But yeah, they were really good. High energy punk rock again. Um. It's been really fun. Um, another thing that I'm stoked on that's on track is that uh, the Cross Keys, my band, recorded our five song demo sure. this week. Sure. So um, it's only going to be, we're going to put it out in two song increments. So um, expect that to be flooding your feed soon. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Yeah. So that, that was cool. I was pretty stoked on that. And um, as far as movies go, I haven't seen anything recently. That uh, the one thing that we didn't talk about on the last episode was The Lobster. Oh, that's right. Which Ooh, nice. I adore. Oh. Right. Yeah. I we love. We, we enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought it was. Did you like it? Did you think it was? Really oh, yes. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, there were. I think uh, it fell apart a little bit in like the last act, sort of mm-hmm. a thing. As yeah. far, but uh, overall, not a bad movie. I, it, it, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I thought the concept was really original. Mm-hmm. Sure. And yeah. it was. It was just cool to see a different type of story. Yeah. Yeah. Being told, Have but you? it's weird how they're selling it because I feel like yeah. they're yeah. tricking Trailers people into thinking it's like comedy sort of garbage thing. Yeah, and which that's it totally a, is because we saw really a disappointing if you walked in expecting that. Yeah, we saw a trailer before I think Green Room, yeah. and yeah. we were like, "But that's not that's what the not movie's how that like." Movie is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
That's funny. But we loved it. Have you seen uh, other movies by that director? I don't I'd, I'd probably have to have them listed to yeah, me to, to know for sure. The I, only one I, everyone talks about is Dogtooth. Oh, I never saw no. Dogtooth. No, I didn't, didn't see, see it. that. Is it? Yeah, I really like it. It reminded me a lot of that movie, The Visioneers. Did you see that movie? with? Um, I did not, actually. It's the movie with um, Zach Galifianakis is in it. And it's like a really weird, the same kind of like dry humor, okay. very like dystopian in nature. It's really fun, yeah. but it reminded me of that movie a lot. So yeah, I just I really liked the writing. I really liked the acting. The acting was really good. I forget about the strength of Colin Farrell because yeah. for some reason I I think Colin Farrell and I think fucking doofus. Like I don't think like someone I should be into. <laughs> I think, like but then if like, you actually look at his filmography, I yeah, think there's of him definitely as like a jock. Like he'd have a man like, bun. There's definitely like bullshit in his. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna defend his you know daredevil performance are we, are we basically revisiting the discussion we had about ryan reynolds at this point yeah i mean you know he does have he has a yeah he, he definitely did, uh colin farrell does a, a variety of parts i think he's uh, definitely had more cash grab uh parts that he's done but uh, you know overall. but he's done some great things yeah. i i just i remember leaving being surprised like yeah wow, i really love colin farrell in that movie and then when i looked at his filmography i'm like Wait, I've enjoyed Colin Farrell in a number of films. Yeah. Why am I acting like that's a weird thing, you know? And also, the girl from Blue is the Warmest Color, who is um, he, the producer of Yodorowsky movies, is in that movie, in The Lobster. I forget her name. Sadu is the last name. Oh, she's his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So, you know. Yeah. What, is her, what is her first name? Something, you're right. Her last name is Sadu. I forget. Mm-hmm. I don't know what her name, her first name is. I can't think of it right off the top of my head. Sure. So, so yeah. So, that was on track. that we. It was whack that we didn't discuss it. But yeah, we were specifically planning to talk about it, and then we yeah. just forgot, and then we just didn't mention it <laughs> yeah. at all. So anything so, whack? Whack? Um, nah, man. Everything's been pretty, pretty dope. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so let me jump into mine real quick, so uh, we can move on to our next segment. Um, I went up to Met. So this is like combined. I want to talk about each thing separately, but I went up uh, to Metrograph in New York. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Metrograph is a new theater in New York. It seems like they're only doing genre film, right? Repertory stuff, not just genre, but definitely repertory stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they have a smaller screen where they do do new films, but they're all small. So, like, I went up and I saw Dress to Kill as part of the De Palma awesome uh, series, and then I saw The Fits, which is a new movie, but it's a small movie. And you were just talking about how you wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, first of all, let me just talk about the experience of Metrograph. If you have a chance to go to Metrograph, it's awesome. Um, this is where the Riz is presenting f- uh, Five Elements Ninjas, right? Yes. And Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, so they, cool. the programming there has been solid. Um, yeah. I think part of the reason the programming there is so good, if I'm really honest, is because so when you go in, it's it just looks like a brick building. And you go in and the design is very industrial, like very like exposed brick and whatever, whatever. But when you go in, the first floor... Uh, there's like an interesting concession stand and then the theaters are in the back. And if you go upstairs, there's like a bookstore and then a full restaurant area. Mm. And I, when we left, we left after the fits, it was like 10 o'clock at night. Mm. There's only one other movie playing. The place was fucking packed. Yeah. And it was just people drinking and eating. So I get the feeling that the bar, because they have a bar upstairs and downstairs. Oh, wow. So I feel like the bar and the restaurant are probably helping them Stay with open the, with the movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because mm-hmm. I don't imagine. I mean, they definitely have played stuff that probably sold. I mean, a bunch of the De Palma screenings, even the ones he wasn't at, sold out. So it's not like they, you know, went so far afield with that. But other things they've shown have been pretty obscure or lesser known. And, and we all know that the market for people who are like, I want to pay 
fifteen dollars to see a thirty-five millimeter projected film. It's not that huge. No, you know? it's not. You're not. But they, a lot of they money seem like they're it. doing okay. So oh. it was cool. And like I said, it's fifteen bucks, which is not cheap. But the experience is great. The, the theaters are great. Even there's a bigger one and a smaller one. How are the chairs? Uh, so here's the thing about the chairs. Yes. The chairs are not the most comfortable uh. because they don't. On a scale of one to five, one being the worst and five being the best, where would you rate the chairs? And should well, we bring like a pillow? No, no, no. Oh. When, I, when I first sat down, I thought they were like eye house level. Oh. And it was making me sad. I was like, I, it sucks that the seating is so bad. Oh. 15 because what, what happens right. is the chair doesn't move at all. There's okay. no the back is solid and you're just sitting straight up. You're no sitting straight up, and so at first I was like, "This is terrible. I hate this." Uh-huh. About towards the end of Dress to Kill, I changed my mind. That actually, I don't know why, but I just got used to it as I was sitting there watching the movie. And by the end of the movie, I felt totally comfortable, way more comfortable than I have. So I would say, actually, about a four. Okay. I think it's just other theaters go the other way where they're just like. Here's all the cushion and the reclining in the world, you know, and yeah. I love that at we were saying at Marlton Eight, where you have the reclining leather sofa, basically. Yeah, that's cool. Sick. I basically lay down when we're watching movies yeah. there. It's awesome. But actually, the way that the seat was designed, I mean, they're basically the reason they don't recline at all is that they're trying to get as many seats into the big theater is actually the size of a normal small theater at a normal theater. But what they've done is maximize the seat space. They can get a lot of people in there, mm. and they've. It's wider than it is long, so the screen's actually way bigger than one of those wow. theaters would normally be. That's pretty So it's sick. good design. And yeah. even the small theater, which is where I think they do most of the DCP stuff, the bigger mm-hmm. theater's more for the 35 millimeter, 35, yeah. and the smaller theater, they do the DCP newer films. Mm-hmm. And even that one, the screen was surprisingly big for the size. Of, it's a small theater, mm-hmm. but they maximize the screen width, which is like right. what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, uh, so that was on track. So Dress to Kill is great. Yeah. So everybody knows that. I don't need to say anything about that. But uh, the, the fits. fits. So, I don't even know about this movie. So tell me about this. Let movie. me tell you a little bit about the fits. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. But basically, the fits is a new film. It seems to be. They don't say that it's set in Flint, but it's like a Flint-like place, right? And it's like from- a working-class blue-collar kind of. Well, yeah, it, and uh, well, very specifically, it's focused. It's very small movie, so it's like one uh, housing project and then a local uh, community center by that, and, at the and community- flammable water. Well, at the community center, there's two things going on. There's a boxing gym, uh-huh. and there's a dance troupe. And the dance troupe is like this award-winning dance troupe. They do really well in the state, and the boxing gym is still good, whatever, but. Uh, and there's a young girl who goes to the boxing gym with her brother because he watches her when uh-huh. they're there. And so she's been training. She's been training to box. And at some point, she is drawn towards the dance troupe. And she starts to think about maybe she wants to be a part of the dance troupe. And around that time, the dance troupe girls are trying to get sick. And the difference seems to be that they drink water out of the faucet. And the boxers drink water from a water cooler thing. Right, right, right. So it seems to be related to, but unlike a lot of movies where you would make a movie about something as present as, mm. you know, Flint just happened. So it's like, right. how could you make a movie about something that just happened? It's not really about that. The water thing is important to the plot, but it's a background for her. It's more about this her character. Right. And that made it amazing. Now it's a very, I wouldn't say very abstract, but it's a, it's not a plot driven film. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of like a character study kind. Meditative. There's a lot of interesting camera work. The music in the film, its points is so menacing that you, it feels like a horror movie. Really? Like at a certain point, it, it, I mean, it's not. I don't want to say it is a horror. It's but the the 
the fits, i.e. people getting sick from the water and the way they portray the tension around that, it's like, is the water going to jump out and scare me right now? Like, it's that <laughs> tense with the music. Right. But then there's also beautiful moments. And then I don't want to ruin anything for the movie. But let's just say you I like appreciated it. the whole movie. Right. And I very much appreciated the end of the movie. That's all I want to say. And we should go cool. see it. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, I think for folks who are very... I don't want to downgrade folks who only like narrative cinema. If you're mm. someone who's like really into plots, there's not a lot that happens in the movie. I mean, it's more about what's going on inside her and what she's experiencing. Mm. And so there's no action set pieces if that's your thing. Right. But uh, for those people who want something more meditative, it's very much that. And I was impressed. I mean, it was a first-time director. And nice. I was really impressed with it. That's I was awesome. really impressed. So uh, that was great. Let me just finish up so we can move What about on your here. whack? Well, I had a couple more on track. Oh, things. oh, my bad. As usual, I always have more on track than I do whack because I just don't do whack things. And you're a positive dude. I'm just too awesome to you're do You're straight posy, man. <laughs> Dig it. Uh, I really like the new David Bazan record. Oh. I really like the new Gloss EP. Oh, man. That new Gloss EP is so fucking good. It's so fucking sick. And so timely in its release and yeah. just in its viciousness. It's yeah. so amazing. And then recently, I so last weekend, I went to the second night of Punk Art Bowling. And oh, and you me, saw Cox Bar. Yeah, so for me, an, out, an outdoor fest in Asbury Park, that sounds like not a fun time. And I basically went, one, because I just feel morally obligated to see Cox Bar whenever I can. Right. And two, a friend of mine who's an older punk guy, hasn't gone to shows much, a guy named Albert, great dude. He's actually written for the site before. Mm. He wanted to see Black Flag. You know, Black Flag was one of those bands that broke up before he got into music. Mm. So he never got to see them. So he was like, yo, can we go to see Flag? I mean, it's Flag. It's not... Greg Ginn's Black Flag. Yeah. But I would rather see Flag anyway because yeah, I saw Black really. Flag and they were bad. So mm-hmm. um, so I was going partly because he wanted to go and partly I was like, well, Cox Bar or whatever. So I went and the first few bands, I just, I mean, we went later in the day. So the bands I saw, I wasn't, not I'm not going to say they're bad, but they just weren't my thing mm. and I didn't care about them and I wasn't into them. But uh, Flag was fucking sick. Yeah? Like, I heard they were trading off on vocals and like Des was singing. Des did mm-hmm. all the things that were recorded with Des or released with Des on vocals. They recorded a lot of stuff with Des on vocals. But all the stuff that was released with Des on vocals, Des did the vocals for. Really? So it they was did sick. like they did American uh, Waste. They basically did all of the first four years, all nice. of the uh, stuff with Des, and then they did basically the bangers from the Rollins years. You know, yeah. Police Story, Rise Above, whatever. I mean, I straight up fucking moshed for Police Story. Like, <laughs> I never would have thought that I would have gotten out there for a little, flag A little set. known secret. Halo of Snakes is planning, my old band Halo of Snakes is planning on doing a cover of White Minority. Oh, really? Which I was going to sing in a Filipino accent. <laughs> like my dad singing for Black Flag. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. And then we broke up, so it never yeah. happened. But um, That would have been sick. Would have been hilarious, right? And then I was kind of like, okay, we saw Flag. That's what Albert wanted to see. We'll stick around for a couple Cox Bar songs, but I just want to get home. It's yeah. know, Sunday night, whatever. And Cox Bar was amazing as usual. It stayed for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, so good. Stayed One of my favorite bands of all time. I just fucking, I love them. Yeah. So that was, that was all on track. The only thing whack I had but I wanted to say it. I recently, so I know the general opinion is that Jurassic World is whack. So I should not have been surprised. But <laughs> Did you I, just watched Jurassic World? I just watched it on HBO. I Rosalie tried same, watching yeah. it. I tried. I was so, here's the thing. I That's went the it, Jeff Goldblum, like the third one, right? No, no this is no, Jurassic World. Oh, the new, new one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, how, no, do you not, not, how do you not know? Okay, because I'm so, not a Jurassic. You live in the United States of America. No uh, one who lives in this country yeah, doesn't you know, know about Jurassic World. I'm just saying, though, I didn't realize that that was... Wasn't there another one called Jurassic World? Or is no, that, there's uh, never been one called Jurassic World. Just ever. that one. Yeah. <laughs> there was Lost World, right? 
<laughs> ah, Lost Jurassic World. Park, the Lost, Lost. World. So or different like worlds. Yeah. You know, yeah. there you go. But the dinosaurs, like, yeah. didn't yeah. you feel they actually looked worse? Yeah. This this is the thing about it that no one told. So lots of people told me it was bad, and I accepted that. And I okay. thought, but it'll be fun. It'll be bad. But it'll be f-. like I watched it because. It's on HBO. Uh-huh. My wife is asleep. I uh-huh. just want to put something on to fall asleep to. Surely Jurassic World will be good enough to fall asleep to. No, it's not. It's so fucking awful. <laughs> the, the dinosaurs look terrible. Yeah. The acting is awful. And every... Is this he, the one with Bryce Dallas Howard? Where yes. she's running around with yeah. the high heels? Yes. I, yeah. Wait, so confusing. Wait, can I just put it out there that of all the shit in that movie, why were people obsessed? I did not... If I didn't know that people mentioned the high heels... I would not have noticed the high the high heels in a movie of so much actual bad in which every beat in the movie that makes sense is a literal copy of something from the first film. Correct. There is no moment of significance in the movie that isn't just a copy from the first film. Uh, Star Lord riding Except- a motorcycle with raptors running around is pretty mm. sick, though. No, it wasn't. Yeah, That's but it is. It was is terrible. No, it was totally stupid. not terrible. Did it's you watch it? Did you watch yeah, it? I saw it, and I'd like to see that again. That wait, scene wait, specific. You saw Jurassic World, and you didn't remember what it was called or what I was talking about. Yeah, it sounds like I shouldn't remember what it's called <laughs> or what I was talking about. <laughs> So <laughs> I'd just like to say I was walking the dogs and I don't even feel bad for having not watched it. Yeah. And was... there was no Sam Neill. Yeah. And yeah. there was no I mean, gold. Do you read Sutter no. Kane? No. And the, no, but Sutter seriously, Kane? I agree with you. Like no one talked about how crappy the dinosaurs looked. They, it was, I thought they a special effects failure. Bad. Like, it looked terrible to me. Yeah. They need it. to go back to building robots. Like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a skill that, that, that it's it's, it's going to employ a lot of people and it'll actually entertain a lot of people yeah. all at the same time. Plus, you know, like, this is, we, we like we, we, we let go of animatronics. So I would too say soon. what in the past year we did watch Jurassic Park again. Yeah, that was still good. Honestly, it yeah. really holds up, and the T Rex is terrifying. Although there is a lot yeah. of smoking in it, if you know. You're, oh, there is it, a lot of smoking. Yeah, yeah just a weird thing. There's a lot of it was. Was it shot in Lancaster? Was that? No, maybe not. <laughs> no, you don't know. It could have been. Well, actually, it's funny you should mention because a couple, two years ago now, I was in Molokai where they filmed a lot of that movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the mountains and everything. You're like, oh snap, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, whack. Jurassic World, it's a piece of shit. All right. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about summer movies. Two, two specific summer movies. And summer movies in general. Because I feel as though these You want to two... talk about something else? No, I just want to talk about summer movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we, you know, we, 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 uh, we're going to be talking about Back to the Future and The Burbs. Mm-hmm. And then. Never heard of them. What other summer movies are we going to talk about? I don't know. There's so many. Oh though. my god! So you have to come back after this break. Yeah, you're dude, literally cliffhanger. If you end the podcast now, you will never fucking know, and you'll be weird for the rest of your life. You mm-hmm. can ask a friend, but they'll be obligated not to tell you.
we're back. <laughs> so, like, we had this like pregnant pause where it's like, I know, where it's like, uh, someone say something quickly. <laughs> this is awkward. So, all right. So, let, let's. Our you, topic for today. I feel like you have a direction. You're going to do an intro. As chosen by our friends at Movie Jump. Yeah. Is summer movies. Now, um, I don't, what is your relationship with summer movies? What do you guys think of when you hear the term? Like, for me, music, I think of like on my Spotify playlist. Actually, my name on Spotify is Sir Elton John. <laughs> but, um, awesome. all one word. Anyway, um, I like making summertime music mixes. Summertime do you do time. that? Oh, yeah. I like seasonal music. Do you mu- put summertime I- on there? Mm, yeah. Invariably, summertime will always make it on there. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding will always make it on there. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, uh, Blame It on the Boogie is another one. I love that song, as you know. That's one of my favorite jams of all time. But, like, there's like a certain, like, thing, a theme that'll connect you. <laughs> For summertime music, is there a sa- is there the same thread throughout summertime movies? Well, for me, well, growing up in Lehigh Valley, sure, there's drive-ins. So I yeah. just immediately think of when of I was a kid, movies. we yeah. would go to the drive-in, and you'd usually see like two back-to-back like big blockbuster movies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, I just always think about that. And then they would also play older movies. Yeah, which was always fun. Yeah. Um. Like, but I remember like, seeing, like, E.T. outside, oh, and, and that was awesome. really cool. Yeah. A lot of, even the drive-ins now that do new movies, mm-hmm. they still will do a couple weeks here and there where they're like, and we're showing mm-hmm. some, cl- and yep. we're mm-hmm. at the age now, of course, where all classics tend to be 80s movies. Yeah. Right. You know, if you show something from the 60s, people are going to be like, the what? <laughs> Unless it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No one's going to come. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of, E.T. is a class, is a one that people do. Well, it's funny. The last time I saw Back to the Future was on a retro night at the Delcy Drive-In. And oh, is that, that the Delcy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the Delcy nice? I've never been. Yeah, well, I mean, the the concession stand at the Delcy is all run by teenagers who are going to college the following year, so all the money goes to that for their oh. college funds, which is why me and my oh, wife that's love it. so sick. Yeah, that's it's, really it's cool. seriously that's awesome. That's really cool. And here's the thing about that concession stand. Yeah. They got eggplant parm sandwiches <laughs> in there that are amazing. Oh. I know. I'm Whoa, saying. Well, I mean, Lehigh Valley, every place has pierogies. There's yeah. pierogies yes. everywhere. So that's including at the drive-in. You can get pierogies, pierogies. everywhere. I mean, I don't know if it's because <laughs> of Yakos or whatever the fuck, but yeah. like multiple places, you just, if it's a local fast foodie joint, right. pierogies. And I'm just like, why pierogies? I don't know. I've and never seen that before. And they're not Mrs. T's. Yeah. No, they're no, not. not Mrs. T garbage pierogies. If you don't know... Real pierogies, yeah. It's if you ain't never been down with real pierogies, yeah, it's don't ever come to real. If pierogies. you're not, if you're not now, then you never were. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just think seeing like anything at the drive-in makes it like so much cooler. Because I remember when we saw Wally. Oh yeah, Wally, yeah, it was and it was a, so cool. It was great just seeing that on, the, on on the big screen in the car, hanging out. It was a, it was a big fun. It didn't even make me mind watching Kung Fu Panda afterwards. Right? Was that the I think the second feature, which was the, just not I a love terrible Kung movie. Fu Panda, but it doesn't. Com- it doesn't because you are Kung Fu. It I am Kung Fu Panda. Panda. I have a personal to connection Wally, to the character. Yeah, I, I, I can appreciate. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I, I grew up a big kid. I, uh, I, 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 a little, little clumsy. I, I, yeah. I, I can appreciate that. I was a husky boy. I, uh, yeah, I hit the hit, hit the fat Yo, kid more. That should, be, that should be our next band. Husky, Husky Boys. Boys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Is that with a Z, a YZ, yeah. or an Husky IZ? Boys. Yeah. Oh man. It, all all the all the drawings on the t-shirts would just be like your stereotypical, like, you know, there's always those cartoony punk stereotypes. Yeah. But all fat. 
That's like a good some one. dude, like, some dude in like a like cut a off shirt, gut. but his guts just coming out. The, the graphic should style. look pre-stretched, even though like on the <laughs> yeah. shirt, like that would be the way to do it. I want to, I want to see like, like my, my middle school crash course in brain surgery t-shirt. Yeah, like, where it's kind of stretched <laughs> across my. I want it. Boy I want it to be. Like, I want it to be like a like a like a moshing skin, but like he just has fat coming out under his Fred Perry from the. He's just like. Okay, sorry. Uh, what's interesting is I, when you say drive-ins, I also think of summer movies, but yeah. until I moved to the Lehigh Valley, okay. drive-ins were not really part of my life. I went to a couple as a kid because there was one. Do you remember there was one in Pensacola? Yeah, there was. Yeah. And that's where that Christian Community Faith Living Center is now. Ugh. But uh, that's where I saw Quicksand in like 94. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Quicksand and the Deftones. I like that you have so many movie theater memories that are you saw a band at a movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that it's, is it's pretty cool. Pretty, but I mean, what better scenario other than like the chairs and all, but like yeah, yeah I, growing up in Michigan, uh, we, my actually grandmother in her backyard was uh, was the Skytop uh, drive-in. So I used oh, to watch the pre wow. the pre movie uh, cartoons. I used to watch uh, out of her kitchen window and awesome. things out cartoons you've already yeah. seen. You know, it's not 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 deep uh, plot lines you're missing by not yeah. hearing it. <laughs> What's interesting for me is I have a lot of references to summer movies that isn't necessarily drive-ins, but it involves being at a pool, like in someone's pool, and saying. So what do you want to do now? And Let's just go going to, to a movie and yeah. literally half the time not really giving a f- like yeah. summer is the time. At least when I was like, a kid, you're just like, what's well, playing? You just want to this? see something fun. Okay, yeah. let's just go see that. You know, Alien versus Predator. God damn it! All right, that's what we're gonna go see. <laughs> yeah, like I am definitely probably going to see Independence Day. Yeah. I can't judge that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. we're gonna watch I it. I don't expect to enjoy it. But, no, you know, but it'll be a it'll good, be a good time. experience. It's a, that's a summer movie. So you know, a blockbuster popcorn, uh, like yeah. I, I could call them a popcorn movie. Usually, you know, it's something that you're gonna sit there and because. I actually had this feeling uh, just this week. I was like, you know, I'm hungry for popcorn, which just means we haven't been to the theater in a while. So right, I need right, to. Right. It's 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 more but about it my is desire kind to see of film. Crazy how many drive-ins the High Valley has. Yeah. yeah, it's a big part. It's to it's your they point, haven't gone away yet. Yeah. When I've told people about going to the drive-in, they're like, "What's a drive-in?" That <laughs> still exists. Yeah, they don't. Oh, they, if they like, even know what it is, then, they don't even think they. It's they crazy because there's like three that are in the valley. I mean, I think at this point there's only they say it at the Mahoning, but I think the last time I went there, they said there's about eighty. Eighty in wow. the in the whole country. The country there's yeah. eighty. It's a higher number than I thought. I'm gonna say if you actually think about the size of this country. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Nope. There's, there's probably like 20. If it doesn't exist within Delaware, New Jersey, Philadelphia, or Pennsylvania, and New I'm, York, I'm I don't, sure it doesn't exist. I'm sure there's multiple thousands <laughs> of movie theaters. So the fact that there's only 80 drive-ins is, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, we're going to be going to the, the Cherry Bowl up in uh, uh, in Traverse City area oh, in, sure, in, sure, in sure. Michigan uh, this summer as well, uh, at the end of the summer, if it's still open by the time we get up there. Right. It's a, wow. You, you, we're going in early September, so yeah. it, it's a crapshoot in Michigan if that's actually nice weather at that yeah, point in northern yeah. Michigan. <laughs> Well, we had, I mean, I had that experience when, uh, they did, they did a night. The John Carpenter night? The Mahoning on my birthday. And it was, I guess there's a certain point in that area where they had fog. So yeah. after oh. the first movie, the fog rolled the in. The fog? The movie, <laughs> the fog came in? Well, we were trying to watch the thing. <laughs> the thing with the fog. The fog ruined the thing for us. <laughs> and we were like, God damn it. <laughs> like, and you know, that, that opening screen for the yeah. thing is so intense, dude. Yeah. So All good. you saw was white light. Like the yeah. fog was so, cause oh, you know, it was reflecting off the oh, fog rather terrible. than off the screen. Yeah. That's such Anyways, a bummer. So, uh, yeah, I, I, See, I think it's, when we dis- when we decided we're going to do summer movies, my brain automatically went to Friday the 13th. Uh, sleepaway really? camp. Yeah. I, 
Why the burning? You could have, you should have suggested that we could have watched one of those movies too. That would have been an interesting. That was what I thought of as as far as summer movies. So this is the first like initial gut reaction, right? I was like, oh, Friday the Thirteenth, summer camp or sleepaway camp, and um, Stand by Me. Those are my three that I thought of right off the bat because they all occur actually in the summer. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. I don't know. We called it summer movies. Was that not? (laughs) <laughs> the point? No, I summer literally movies. The no, thing was takes summer. place in no, no, Antarctica. No, 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 no. One hundred percent. When she said summer movies, I thought of movies that come out in the summer. Oh, I not thought of about movies, movies that occur in the summer. In the summer. Yeah. I still thought it was no. some S O M E space E R R ellipses. Some more movies. Summer movies. God damn it! And I no, I really, especially because and you immediately said. Back to the Future and the Burbs, and I was like, "Oh yeah, movies that come out in the summer, like those right. are like well, blockbustery sort of summery movies." The Burbs is, uh, you know, takes place summery time yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, Corey Feldman's hanging Back out. The Future but, doesn't, but, uh, and the kid, the young yeah. kid. But Back to the Future's timeless. Well, it is out of timeless. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> There's a prompt, so it can't be this. I guess it's like a spring movie then. Well, but then it's also in October too, right? Wait, when do they go back? Oh, when they he go goes back. back, it's in October. Oh, and then, they're representing all time. It's it's all the seasons. It's <laughs> time uh, is immaterial oh, in the Back to the Future canon. I do like that my image of time travel would be that you have to go back to the same day but at a different year. Yeah. But if it's time travel, that doesn't actually make any fucking sense. I don't know where I got that. I was like, but if it's October, how could he go back to the spring? Wait a minute. That's the problem you have with time travel? You idiot. Everything else is fine. A DeLorean uh, yeah, as a functioning vehicle is fine. Yeah. A, I, I would like to take a moment to give a shout out to my man, Andrew Welbrock who is uh, playing bass in the cross keys. He has two full leg sleeves of nothing but Back to the Future iconography. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. But it's so only Back to the Future 1. I'm going to get right. Which makes it... Well, is this because of the skin mask? Really I mean, is this I mean. the skin mask? I mean, that's... Just bring it out now. Does he have the skin mask tattooed on his on, on his leg? This is the Crispin, s- Crispin Glover's stolen face that was then reused in, yeah. in the future films. Because oh. they did not recast him. That's a, which yeah. I just want to say. When I was a child, I like did not know. I think so many people as adults, and even after rewatching, was not in the other two. I yeah. only knew it. I only knew it because of his episode on Nerdist. Okay, yeah. And he talks about it. And when they he said it, I went <gasps> like <laughs> it's. It was almost like right. something you always felt inside of you had uh-huh. been revealed when he yeah. said like yeah. Well, and then like, they did. I was like, you're finally oh, a whole person. You finally <laughs> you just yeah, all the all, all the pieces of the puzzle. All right, so we're starting That's to talk fun. about Back to the Future now. Right, we're making right, right. that transition. <laughs> yeah. We did it. Uh, what what is the? How do you feel about? It? Like, let's talk a little bit about. What well, let's is, talk about our, your relationship to Back to the Future. Like, my relationship. Every, there's so many people that have theories on whatever Back to the Future critical thought about it. But like, what is your relationship personally to it? Like, is it a movie um, that reminds you of a time of people that you're around at the time, well, or of like? This is really weird, but. I remember seeing it for the first time because I think like my mom got a VHS tape from McDonald's. Whoa. Do you remember when they used to like Did it say McDonald's on it? I, I literally have no know. idea what you're talking about. Oh right yeah. McDonald's used to like every now and again they would like do a special where you could like buy videotapes. Like with your value meals. The only connection between McDonald's and films that I have is that when the Karate Kid movie came out, they had chopsticks with their chicken nuggets. <laughs> 
That's the only thing I remember. Well, they, had, they had the bad Michael cups as well and things like that. And, and, I think and you guys are both blowing me away right now. Yeah. Are you I, really not knowing about this at all? Yeah, I didn't dude. know about the chopsticks. Yeah, that dude. I didn't know. I, I knew movie one, themed yeah. toys. Like, and they and, had like in ooh, fact, Asian themed sauces for your dipping pleasure. Like all that shit. Fuck my face. My my mom got quite a number of movies that way. Like wow, we, that's yes, awesome. And I remember because I honestly I don't know the year that Back to the Future came out, but I was it's probably like eighty four, right? Eighty five. So, eighty five. Yeah, I was two. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, you're young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. So Different I definitely frame. must have saw it many years afterwards, but. Now, even as an adult, I just think the story is absolutely perfect. It's, like there's it's not a many, Hollywood There's not many time screenplay. travel movies that actually do time travel right. And you know what? That it it actually does pretty good. It's better at it than Looper. I, I will say, you know, it's a <sighs> Looper wow, has time travel really? issues. You just, you just hurt my heart. I like I, know, I, I like things Looper. about Looper, but I, I it does time travel too. wrong. It, it's I got just a problem. Love it. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. You didn't enjoy Looper because of no. the details in the time travel? No, I said I did enjoy Looper, but it has issues with its, its use, it, how it deals with time travel. I mean, it doesn't have the. It doesn't. Also, have, I don't like the makeup. But it I, doesn't have this. <laughs> it doesn't have the symmetry of Time Cop. No, but what does really? <laughs> Wouldn't that create a paradox? No. <laughs> okay. No. That's literally the entire time travel issue in Time Cop. Nice. Well, that's I mean, wait, it's not because I said it wasn't. It's fine. That's that's. <laughs> what about what paradoxes? I, there are none. Okay. Cool. Sick. That's crazy Hollywood poop. So it for, doesn't exist. So for it's you, that's, that Back to the Future represents, is it like an economy of storytelling? No, what is I it just, about the story that you... I, I feel that there's probably a lot of filmmakers out there that should read that screenplay because it is actually like using the formula. Okay. 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 Talk so, about that. Well... To your point, I think it does the time travel thing very well. Sure. But then it also has this kid who's friends with this kooky scientist, which is really cool. So you kind of have that relationship. Definitely a relationship that couldn't happen in movies in 2016. No. Just saying. And you don't see that a lot. And I also like that it's really not about like the main character's love story. It's more like, yes, he's trying to get his mom and dad together, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, that's a strange concept if you think about that you have to go back and make your parents, you know, make you. That's a, yeah. that's a, little, that's a little creepy as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's weird. It sounds more of an art house theme than a, uh, than a, <laughs> no, than, I mean, than, than, you know, a blockbuster thing. There, there, is, there, there are interesting aspects in that sense. I mean, of the things he does when he goes back in time, right. getting his parents together is less weird than inventing rock and roll by mistake. Yeah, yeah. Chuck Berry's cousin's there. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, there is a... It's funny, too, how they even play with it, in a sense, when it comes to uh, his interactions with his mom and all that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. there's just so many weird things going on in the movie that, like... You wouldn't expect in a big. I mean, that's a popcorn blockbuster, and it's yeah, huge, it and it's yeah. it's got to be one of the biggest movies of all time, right? Like, especially I imagine so. To- I mean, in our history, it definitely is, right? Like, what other movies do you think of? Like, when you think '80s, the epitome of '80s movies. I'm bringing up that Back to the Future for real. Yeah, John Hughes movies. Yeah, but but John Hughes movies did not have the fucking. Sp- I mean, Back to the Future is like people still care about it. Yeah. To a possibly obsessive degree, people are still... I will admit that uh, my uh, affinity for hollow body guitars comes directly from that movie. Is that right? Mm -hmm. The first guitar I ever bought that was a hollow body was the same one that he plays in that movie. Hmm. 
Not that that's important. I, I personally identified with with Crispin Glover's uh, character. I'm I'm a big lover of, of Crispin sure, Glover. Sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. And, and just but just the, just what a weird, oddball, awkward mm-hmm. character he portrayed and appears to be always... in, in person. Yeah, he's like it's you know, yeah, but he still uh, is brought up to be, you know, oh this guy who who is a decent guy and is can be relatively successful depending on how, uh, you know time is played with uh and and actually i mean you know Chris, crispin talks about this and this is that the nerdist episode so you know like what, what his opinion was of that but it can be taken in multiple ways uh yeah i think but it is interesting uh uh you know it's just like oh i felt good about being like maybe a weird dude myself who's you know a little out of place so I, and i so to me like it kind of drew me in just as him uh as an actor and kind of the characters that he played and sometimes overplayed <laughs> but <laughs> throughout his career i mean there's I, there's also such there's not a lot of fun, feel-good movies that start with uh, Iranian terrorists. That's yeah. not exactly a common theme. <laughs> Plutonium. Yeah. Plutonium. I mean, that whole section, you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, yeah. if you step back, I mean, granted, I don't know about you. So this is my weird relationship with Back to the Future. Okay. There's a cynical part of me that wants to say that is possibly um, the most... This is, I don't want to say that. It's, I don't have the love affair that everyone does with it. No. Why not? Um, I didn't watch it as much as a kid as everybody else. It wasn't as present in my life. Mm-hmm. But I also, when I watch it, like, I've read things where people watch it very critically and they really pull it apart and they're looking for the story symmetry and the themes going on and, and the fact that it really has some intense stuff in a movie mm-hmm. that's like a feel. So how does it, how does it figure that out? I can't also be objective about it. So on one hand, it's so nostalgic for me that if someone said, like, we'll write a critical piece, like, really analyze the movie, I'm like, no, I can't do that. I, can't do that. I don't yeah. want to do that. I just yeah. want it to be what it is. But if we're talking about, then, movies that are nostalgic, I think just in my childhood, I, I watched it less than I watched some other. I mean, granted, the movies I was watching obsessively more than Back to the Future. Late Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, like, honestly, like Conan. Yeah, like I, I've probably mm-hmm. watched both Conan movies a million times more than I did Back to the Future. Wow! But Back to the Future is still a staple. Like when we were talking about this, we we're going to wa- talk about these movies. I didn't need to rewatch. I didn't feel like at least I needed to rewatch. I'm did sure. you re- yeah. did you rewatch it for this? Did you go? No, no. I, yeah. we we'd watched it a few months ago. Sure. Uh, pretty recently. I, I I honestly didn't have a, a strong of, a, of an attachment to it either. Uh, yeah. It's but it's it's a movie I like I. It's but it, and again it, it drew me to somebody that I do appreciate quite a bit in in, in film. So. Mm. I mean, I, I enjoy it fine and didn't mind talking about it. That Josh, did you grow up with it? Like, oh, is yeah. it like it was a part one of your those, life? It was one of those movies that like when we first got like cable TV, it was on all the time. Like we got HBO yes. and they played it like twice a day, every yeah. day. And I watched it. Like there's certain movies that are like that for me. Like Aliens is like that for me. Ice Pirates? Did you ever watch that? Ice Robert, Pirates? That was on yeah. all the time. My brother and I watched the hell out of that. It's that a was a terrible movie. But it was man, it's, amazing. It's an amazing movie for sure. <laughs> So have you ever seen it? Liam, have you seen no, it? I've never seen it. It's, it's garbage. It's absolute oh, garbage, and I love I it. I literally it's, have no idea what you're talking about. It's Robert like, Urich. Robert Urich's in the and, movie, and, dude, as like the main pirate guy. Yeah. He's like the Han Solo of the movie. I have yeah, no idea it's, what you're talking about. Oh, space boy. There's yeah. space herpes. Dude, forget, it's yeah. so fucking wild, dude. If we're talking about movies that were on TV a lot that I watched constantly, again, 
Conan. Yeah. But also uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That, was that, one never, that one never yeah, grabbed me. Uh, Big Trouble in Little one China. Of my not, not, one of my not a huge. Uh, not There's a huge one, time. this is hardcore that me and Liam went to where Liam wore the the the, the, the um, Jack Burton tank top from that movie. <laughs> I still have it, but it, yeah. I've put on a little bit of weight. So it doesn't fit as well. And still good, though. Some still of good. Doesn't matter. Bursting out of the Jack Burton tank top does not really work for me. Only works when you have your mullet wig on. Yeah. But anyway, I need I want I, what I need to get is those those flat boots he has. Do you notice the moccasin boots yeah, he wears in that those movie? Those are hot. Those I can are get hot. That man. shit. Then. Yeah, man, you'd be on. Uh, no, so but, for oh yeah, go ahead. Oh no, no, just saying. Back to the Future is one of those movies that like the one summer that we first got cable, it was on all the time. So I watched it all the time, and it's become a part of the fabric of who I am. Did this? I mean, you were saying how it's sure. for you a perfect movie, and so, or at least the story is like a perfect story. Yes. Did it also for you lead to an interest in Michael J. Fox? You know, honestly, I would have to say no. I I feel like it led me more to wanting to see things that Crispin was in, and then actually Ben was the one that informed me that Crispin wasn't in the sequels and my mind similar to you was blown because Mm -hmm. like I as a child was like no I like argued with Ben I'm like no it's the same guy and Ben's like no 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 and, and then the poor I st- schmuck that played him, you know, like had to play that character sure. in the second one. Didn't even get to, you know, I, I feel bad for him. Yeah. So I'm also going to admit that right now I didn't know it until right this particular oh. night. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. Yeah. Well, a lot yeah. of people don't, yeah, which is kind common. of the crazy part, you know, of why he ended up suing them. Yeah, he actually made it. He's, there's a law because of him. Like, wow. uh, that basically, you didn't, you didn't know about this whole thing. I have that's no why, idea. That's about why this. Michael Shannon got properly credited in, uh, in Beaver Sess there, uh, with uh, because he was just you know a, a rubber log, but they used his <laughs> likeness, and yes. so uh, as as Old Sport wow. wrote about uh, in, in in an issue. But I do feel, yeah, it definitely led me to want to know more things that Crispin was in, but. Yeah, I mean, I like Michael J. Fox. I think he's cool. It, but the whole movie too. It just has all of these weird like things that happened. Like Michael like, J. Yep. Fox wasn't even supposed to be in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Eric Stoltz. Like, yeah. have you seen the test things that Eric yeah. Stoltz yeah. in there? It's I mean, pretty wild. it's it's strange to me, partly because I like Eric Stoltz so much. Mm. So when I watched the Eric Stoltz tests, and he's like painfully bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's and, weird. And. It's just, it's weird because I love him. And I honestly, if you take away Back to the Future, mm. all I have for Michael J. Fox then is The Frighteners. Like, literally, like my, I didn't care about the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, Bright Lights, Big City was another one, wasn't that him? Oh, yeah. I never And he was in yeah, Teen Wolf. Yeah, Teen, he was Wolf. Teen Wolf. Which Come is on. I literally, cover yeah. of our I last literally issue, don't yeah. give a fuck about You Teen don't give a fuck about Teen Wolf. Oh. To you be fair. Give a fuck about Teen Wolf too. But to be Teen fair. Wolf. To be Come fair. On. To be fair, I did see the sequel in the movie theater. Just put that out there. I love that well, they got the minute. brother of the girl that played his sister on his TV show to take the part. Like yeah. that's her, yeah. like that, that's so you're so still weird. trying to do the family ties tie in. I think yeah. that's a, that's genius marketing. But uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess I did. I guess when I was a kid, I'm sure if my mom was here, she'd be like, "You liked Team Wolf when you were a kid," but it didn't have an impact on me in the way. Like I don't. I guess as an adult, if I'm looking back at my life and I'm like Michael J. Fox, what a weird thing. That he exists because there's nothing. I mean, literally, well, that movie 
Murphy like made him. Yeah, basically. yeah, basically. It's like without Back to the Future, I don't have a connection to him. But because of Back to the Future, I'm like, yeah, Michael J. Fox, the '80s makes sense. But the uh, the reason this is on my brain is not just because we're talking about Back to the Future. Sure. But when I went to the De Palma retrospective, John, mm-hmm. they showed a trailer for Casualties of War. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. The fucking Michael J. Fox, Sean Penn war movie mm-hmm. with, by the way, John C. Riley in it. John C. Riley is one of my favorite three name actors. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. William H. Macy, John C. Riley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I got to be honest, like watching that, thinking, yo, somebody told, like, like people were sold on the idea that Michael J. Fox should be in a fucking Vietnam War movie. Like, I haven't seen the movie even. The movie might be great, but just watching the trailer, I'm like, who's watching this trailer going, yeah, this looks really compelling. Michael J. Fox, like, I'm really into yeah. it. Like, I never watched it. I'll yeah. admit, yeah, but I, I do remember it. the film, yeah. As, yeah. Uh, but I never, yeah, I mean, I'm wrong. It. I want to see it now, yeah. but that's partly out of, like, morbid fascination. But the trailer's so funny, too, because they keep saying it. Fox. Pen. <laughs> Fox, a fox pen. pen. Like someone's like, oh yeah, fox and pen are in this. I it's need like, to see oh, it. Oh man, yeah. power duo. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been so happy if it were Chris Penn. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Chris Rest Penn. in peace. R.I.P. My man. Mm. Best gotta, of the best. I gotta say, best of the best too. One of the greatest <laughs> <laughs> Eric Roberts movies. Oh, Definitely man. one of the greatest Eric Roberts movies, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> Telling you, Eric Roberts is the fucking man. Check it out. It's a great podcast. <laughs> Canadia. Anyway, <laughs> so let's that. go into the burbs. Let, let's talk about the yeah, burbs. What's your connection well, I, with the? I, I, I oh, are you, I'm I, sorry. I, let's let's do a roundup. I, I just want to finish off with Back to the Future to say, sure. How do we feel about the sequels? They're terrible. They, you know, it's funny with uh, again Andrew Wellbach's amazing leg sleeves done by uh, I think he got them done at an uh, art machine. I'm not sure, but anyway, okay. He does not have Mister Fusion in there because it's too close to Back to the Future too. Oh, really? Even though it's at the tail end of Back to the Future, he was like, nope, too close. Take it out. Didn't get it. So, because a lot of people I know hold up the full trilogy. Like, that's what their love <laughs> affairs with. And I can't. No. I, yeah. Don't be wrong. I saw them in the theater when, mm-hmm. I, was, when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Yeah. And I still am like, no, nah, fuck those movies. Like, they're not. Yeah. I didn't like them at the time. I remember no. seeing them in the theaters and being like, fuck this shit. I had this bowl haircut. Yeah, no, no, fuck that shit. I, I'm I still a sweet bowl haircut too. It was <laughs> a good style. But bowl, just to add to, back, like, good. back to what we were talking about, Jurassic World yeah. and the technology. Yeah, it still kind of amazes me what they did in yeah. the first oh, one. Totally, yeah. For back then, because I think it actually won an Oscar for special effects. Sure, sure, man. And it's kind of crazy because you think if they would make that now, how lame it would look. Yeah. It just wouldn't play. Yeah, out the same. I mean, I, the, and they probably try to do it in like three D. It, mm. it seems like below a certain budget level, mm-hmm. you should just give up on CG. Like CG yeah. below a budget level, it always uh, looks bad. Now I, I mean, would it, argue that you, CG you, above the Dread movie. I mean, that was really nice looking movie. I love the Dread movie though. Budget. No, you're right. It's really. I, I, I maybe it's but the, maybe why it's why the does exception to prove why the, why the does point, something but, like Dread work? When other films look terrible, I think I, sometimes they just rely so heavily on it, yeah. and they think like if they messed up, they'll just fix there's, it. There's a certain finesse that you have to put into it that if you know you're at that that level, it's not like oh we're going to go all out and try to do everything, but it's like okay we're going to work with this limitation and 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 try to create something out of it. But do you, do you think it might also be movement though that like with dread a lot of the effects like there weren't animated characters whereas Jurassic sure. World even if they're sure. not characters the dinosaurs are animated they don't and exist yeah. and they're moving and they have to have life and sh- same thing with like Spider-Man 
you know, this is one of the things, like, as much as they can get CG right in so many contexts, nine times out of ten, Spider-Man always looks stupid because we don't actually know what a guy swinging around on a web would look like. Like, like you're watching it a lot of times and you're thinking, he doesn't look like he has weight. He just yeah. Does, yeah. He's doing the movements from the comic, but a lot of times yeah. it feels it like he's just work. doing them so that you go, oh, that's what Spider-Man does. He kicks his leg out like that. Yeah. But they haven't actually figured out why he kicks his leg out. Like, why does he look like that when he's on the web? It just looks fake. I'll, like, Yeah, and the web should have, like, give to it where it's, you know, kind of yeah. acting in different yeah. ways. And kind I just of think spring. they, yeah. they yeah. rely too much on it. Sure. Yeah, I, think, like, I think it has to be subtle. If you don't have a huge budget, it has to be, it has to be subtle it has where to be you're tasteful. using it. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. It has to be like makeup. Like, it has to look like you're not wearing makeup. Right. You know what I mean? I am 100. Uh, we're we're going to go on to the burbs because it's yeah. a really important movie. But <laughs> I am also 100% over CGI blood. Yeah. Like, can we just yeah. go uh, back to squibs? Like, yeah. Just yeah. come I'm, on. Dude, House? we just watched Lady Snowblood. The squibs in that movie are so mm-hmm. awesome and way more effective than all the blood in all the movies. Lady Snowblood is so fucking sick. It's so good. It's so, so good. Are you, you guys seen that movie? No. You haven't seen, seen Lady Snowblood? No. They did a no. double feature of Lady Snowblood and Lady Snowblood 2 Song of Vengeance at the International House, and it was fucking okay. awesome. I mean, it was DCP, but still, it was fucking great. Criterion put out a... It's on Hulu Plus. Okay. Okay. Check it's it out. it's like to me the perfect marriage of like of like a low budget exploitation samurai movie with high budget artsy Japanese movie. Yeah, they just I agree. squished them together and were yeah. like, "Here you go, boop." I've and actually never seen the second one, but the first one, uh, the second one is more ridiculous, yeah, uh, and a little too complicated in the plot. Mm. But some of the action sequences are not better, but they're so good that it, it, it it's still pretty good. But the Fair first enough. one's brilliant. Right, yeah. No, I, I adore the first one. Speaking so of uh, movies that are surprisingly brilliant for what they are. Yeah, The Burbs. The Burbs. Yes. <laughs> Joe, Joe Dante's Dude, The Burbs. Dude, I just rewatched it this morning in preparation for this episode, and that movie is so good. It's amazing. It's so much better than I recall it being. It, it gets better so, upon and it's every just viewing, so I feel real. like. And it's, yeah, there's... There's just you know certain aspects of it that really just pull you in, and because you you feel like you're you're Hanks at that point, you know. Yeah. Sometimes there's certain times I, I I say this about the movie like Arlington Road as well. It's where it's like I think Arlington Road is a great movie because mm-hmm. like I feel like oh I could be pulled into that situation where like somebody's leading you to believe that something's happening that's not. You get all these fake uh, horrors uh, build up in your head. Uh, Burbs I, I think really set is a, was the seed planted in my in my psyche for that concept. You know that's. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I'd- well, something, too, that we didn't mention with summer movies is that in the summer, it is a great time to spy on your neighbors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> true, yeah. I'm from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I'm from suburbia that is depicted in this movie, and it's yes. totally like that. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Man. You didn't live in a cul-de-sac, but there were cul-de-sacs in your neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, I did live in, uh, when I lived on the west side of Cherry Hill, it was in a cul-de-sac, and yeah, that's what it was like. It was terrible. <laughs> that's why I'll never move back to the suburbs. Yeah, we're kind of in a, in a in a small small neighborhoody area. It's not uh, closed in like the cul-de-sac, but it's uh yeah, definitely definitely its own little niche and it, it uh has its own feel. Everybody knows who everybody is and what they're doing for the most part. So. Mm-hmm. Dude, what about Bruce Dern in that movie? Amazing. When I watched it, I was like, "Oh, the Nebraska guy." Yeah. I forgot that that dude is totally in this He's movie. Had a huge, uh, long, varied career. Really. Yeah, he, man. Because uh, what is that? Was he in Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte? Was that the one? Is that older horror? Yes, he was, he was. He was the bow, yeah. In yes. That? Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's amazing. He, yeah, he, no, he's he's, had, he's had been in a lot career. of crazy things. Just yeah. like an amazing. I think he's an amazing actor anyway. And it's kind of funny when Nebraska came out. 
a lot of people were commenting like, oh, it's really surprising, Bruce Dern. And I'm like, what? No, no he's, he's awesome. He's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that that was the role that he would be winning for, but that happens yeah. all over the place yeah. with the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. You know, I, with every award uh, with the Oscars, I feel like it's for some another performance, not that one. Yeah. It is humorous Carrie Fisher in this movie. Dude, she does not look yeah. like she looks like 20 years older than Princess Leia. It was like yeah. that, that wasn't. 1989. Oh, yeah, so, so I guess it was well, 20 years 11, older. No, yeah. oh. no, 12. Yeah, wait, 77 was Star Wars. Oh, right, right, 77. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. That, I, I'm the same age. Uh, well, yeah, uh, 2000 AD, uh, Judge Dredd, as we were doing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoy quite a bit. That came out in 77. Yeah. I think uh, wait, maybe Star Wars came out in the 76? No, because yeah, it, no, no, it was right about the same time. I think it all, yeah, yeah. all hit right around 77. It's a big time for everything, pop culture, what sci-fi, I'm, punk rock. What know. I thought really was... <laughs> What I thought was really like, interesting is well, like, this movie then would put her right in the middle of her relationship with Paul Simon, like Rhythm of the Saints mm, era Paul yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like kind of interesting to see. But it's weird to me because like she's got to be. Oh, she's such a placeholder in this movie. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, she's yeah. not yeah. given anything to say or be a. And the not, only thing is when she tells Tom Hanks not to talk to Bruce Dern and the, the yeah, big guy. Yeah, that's it. She's just like, trying to insert some sanity into what is. What is a crazy situation, but it's she. It just turns out she's actually wrong. But seriously, but yeah. like, how would you even just like after they go to the house and they're like in the house? Yeah, and she's still trying to like make sense of it. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> like, were you not just in that house? I oh, yes, but I mean, I think that I don't know about your experience. Well, let me back this up. Sure. I, first of all. Isn't she a big? I, I, I mean, I get that she probably hasn't been in much since Return of the Jedi, right? But she still was in three of the biggest movies of all time. So it's weird to me that she's in this movie being like, "I'm the housewife. I'm real mad. See you later." And I'm like, I, like, like I granted, never thought of it that way. It's not 1989, yeah. so maybe, maybe by 1989, people are like, "Who? Carrie? Who? I don't Carrie know. Who? I Star? What? Debbie Reynolds? Know. Who's Debbie Reynolds?" I think yeah. she, I think she, she backed away, or maybe Hollywood backed away from her. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, know her. I don't know her situation, but it's, yeah. I, as I recall, you know, she just wasn't in as many things for a while, and I, I know I think, she had like a drug problem around yeah, that time and yeah. like alcohol problems. Yeah, so did a lot of act. I mean, yeah, yeah, but James I mean, Woods was working, right? So. Yeah. yeah, but that was well, like the focus. Hollywood of, like, treats men different than women. No, I mean, that's it's, true. It's, that's actually it, really it's, true. It's, it's, I, yeah, I mean, I just was. That was one of the first things I thought when I was rewatching it. That yeah. I didn't, when I was a kid, no part of me as a kid recognized her as Princess right. Leia. Yeah, like no right, part right, of my right. brain was like Princess well, Leia is in this movie. But I was obsessed with Star Wars as a kid, and I didn't even recognize her. And then right. watching it now, I'm like. Fuck Carrie Fisher. Dude, really? How about the fact that she gets a haircut in the middle of the movie and when she comes back, Tom Hanks is like, You got a haircut. Like it's yeah. such a weird little bit to that movie. <laughs> but I that love you're that. like, what the, the fuck that, is that even in there for? I'll be honest, all those the two things about this movie that make it feel very much like a Joe Dante movie to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Are the skulls? Well, sure. Actually, yes. that's the third thing. Yeah. The two things I was gonna say was uh the little teeny jokes. Not the bigger jokes. Yeah. But the little comments where you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> but also the well, constant references. Like this movie has so many references to other movies. More than I think most of his other maybe. Well, I think that's because but. the majority of it was ad libbed, if I'm correct, right? The little bits, yeah, totally. So the majority of the movie like the movie for just for a frame of reference, and only because I looked it up before watching the movie, um, it took place during the writer's strike. So a lot of the stuff oh, Tom wow. Hanks had to ad lib, okay. like all the shit that was in there, like when he throws the, um, when he puts the gurney in the back of the ambulance, that was totally on the fly. Oh, I'm sure that felt like a very sort of like oh, I'm just I'm just riffing here. Yeah, you know? and like the the majority of the movie, from what I understand, is like that because of the writers' um, strike at the time. 
Hmm. So like they were like the dude who wrote the book or whatever that it's like based on was there, yeah. but he couldn't say anything about it. Like there's all this weird political stuff going on with that movie. Sure. And that's why it feels so like the little jokes are so like on the fly. Like the whole Yeah, I mean the 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 dialogue is very unique. It doesn't yeah. feel like a lot of other movies that I've seen. Sorry about that. Like the bit where Tom Hanks is chanting, Tom Hanks is chanting and yeah. his friends like <laughs> Satan is good. Say that part Satan is, is like pal. Yeah, totally ad-libbed and like <laughs> so on and the I, fly. I, it, I think you brought up a great point. Like the dialogue is so different. And that's but it's why, natural. I mean, well, I think there's so many. There are so many good actors in it. Yeah, you know, exactly. That, that really easily. Yeah. And like now that you're saying that, you know, a lot of it was ad libbed. Like it was always weird to me as a kid. Like how much art was like eating during it. Yeah. Like a lot of scenes. <laughs> he he's like eating. All he does is eat. <laughs> Dude, when he, he just pulls didn't out have the ribs, just didn't have any lines. So they just stick a, a hamburger <laughs> in his mouth. You know, I don't know. So. But you just. I mean. Not that, like, people don't eat in films, but he's, like, eating constantly and, like, saying his lines while he's eating. It very much feels like he was like, okay, here's a touchstone for my character. He eats. eats a lot. And then he's just the in every scene, he's like, I should be eating something. Like, it, it, it's just sort of, like, there, you know? <laughs> so good. Man, that movie holds up way better than I thought it would. I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't really like too many other Joe Dante movies. Like, I, I didn't like uh, John Dies at the end. I didn't like, um, I mean, I like Gremlins. Let's do the thing. Okay, so Gremlins. How do you feel about Matinee? Eh, it's fine. Why? Do you love that movie? I like Matinee. I like Toy Soldiers. Um, oh, he did Toy Soldiers. Yeah, no, I don't care about Toy Soldiers. Uh, no, there's another one, though. Wait, right? which one is Toy Soldiers? Uh, the one with uh, with um, Samwise running around saving kids in school? Is that the one? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, then that movie I did like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm See, looking, a better looking, prepared podcast would have their IMDb no, pages was, open now, I, but I, I you was, know, I was looking it up earlier uh, because a friend of the friend of the podcast, um, the Nerds and Nostalgia guys, yeah, they were like, "Burbs, best Joe Dante movie," and I was like, <laughs> "Is that true?" Ooh, small soldiers. Small soldiers. I oh, remember okay, okay, when okay. that came out. Which one was that? The, the action figures? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. Toy Soldiers, which I thought was like a Sean Penn. No, that was Toy Soldiers was with the Martika song, okay. and uh, it had uh, <laughs> Samwise. So let's, let's go. Let's the, yes, but I, Sean Astin. Let's go, right, ahead and, I, I let's, he, let's go ahead and do this. Hollywood Boulevard, 1976. Never saw it. It's great. Piranha, 1978. Liked it. Fucking sick. Never saw that one. <laughs> Rock and Roll High School. Un- Fucking uncredited. Uncredited, wow, it says. he's uncredited. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what it says. Uh, the Howling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come on. Come on. Uh, then we go Twilight Zone, the movie. Can't really hype him because a uh, dude died. So yeah. let's yeah. just move on from that. <laughs> uh, I got to go with, though, here's what I said to the Nerds and Nostalgia guys Gremlins is 1984. 1985, a little movie comes out that many people forget, but I saw it in the theater the year it came out. It's one of the first movies I saw in the theater. And it means a lot to me. A little movie called. The Explorers. Oh, oh yeah, it's a good one. I definitely great saw movie. that. Uh, yeah, I fucking love it. And like post the Explorers, I gotta say, then it goes inner space. Uh, it's yeah. fine. I enjoyed it's it. It's fine. The Burbs is great. Gremlins Two is a fucking travesty. Yeah. The best sum up it, when when a skit on Key and Peele is actually the best critical response to your movie. <laughs> that's not. A good You're sign. not doing good work. Did you ever see that? Where, no. Where, no. Oh, you have to find it. It's literally like. Joe Dante's having a meeting with the staff and he's ready to have a series. Oh, right. And they and send the like... fixer-upper and the fixer-upper <laughs> just says yes to every crate. He's like, just say ideas. And they, you know, oh, it's made of fruit. And he's like, it's in the movie. And they just say crazy shit and he just says it's all in the movie. 
Oh, I've so actually heard people good. referencing that. Oh, knowing exactly. that that's what it was about. Then 1993 matinee, I think, is one of the most underrated John Goodman yeah. performances. Like, I just think it's, it's great. been a while I since I watched John that, Goodman. but it, yeah, I enjoyed it. And then uh, I liked Small Soldiers as a kid in 1980. I mean, I wasn't a kid. I was 18 when I came out. <laughs> but, uh, I liked Small Soldiers. I enjoyed it. And then everything after that is not things I care about. Like, literally every other reference on this list, I'm Yet like... Yet he has six upcoming projects. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a six well, upcoming projects. Why Ooh. not? Why not? Go ahead, dog. Including one called Monster Love. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> so, okay, so let, let's... Uh, there's a few things about the burbs that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Go ahead. That I thought were interesting. One is, I don't know what you... You were saying, like, how could Carrie Fisher actually still not believe that these people are weird after they go in the house but i gotta say like for me as a kid even though i really did see them as weird until the the the, the you know the movie has two turns there's the turn where they think they figured out that these people are monsters then it's like oh maybe they're not monsters right. and then of course they are monsters again that moment when i was first saw the movie where it's like Oh, actually, maybe they're not monsters and we're awful. Yeah. I was 100%. I feel like a lot of people watch a movie go, no, 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 I'm not going to fall for that. <laughs> Clearly, they're You weren't really... fooled at all. No, no. Well, what I'm saying is I think most people weren't fooled. I was so fooled that I was convinced that was the point of the movie. And in fact, the first time I saw the movie as a kid and it turns out they actually are monsters, I was like, oh, that's not as good. It's not <laughs> as good. They really should be normal and it really should just be these fucked up peoples. And it was only I watched it many, many times after that. And it still thought it was hilarious, but after a while, I kind of came around to, well, no, it kind of is saying that all these things are real, that these people are awful, yeah. and the people Both in the house are, are awful. awful. Yeah. And, honest, and again, I, I will say this now on the show, what I said earlier, really, uh, Feldman's character, the, uh, the what I like to call the Hesher-Punk hybrid, yeah. that is Corey Feldman. <laughs> the meatball. Yeah, 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 the meatball. The kid next door. Is the only person with any insight in this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the dope. Really it's always amazing. when the dope is, is smart, is my yeah. favorite. Is, one of, is another uh, little used uh, yeah. favorite trope in films. Yeah. Kind of it's just when the, when the idiot is, he's actually entirely right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like the Big Lebowski, John Goodman, yeah. the Big Lebowski. So what do, you, what do you guys think of that? Like, Because I've seen people get real into this uh thing where it's like the movie seems to be saying be you know be mistrustful of the crowd and be more trustful of the outsider but then it turns it around it's like actually maybe the outsider just is fucked up always too. watch your ass i think that's more <laughs> yeah. what it is it's watch just, all of your ass you know you know you, you can't you, don't be don't be sucked into any like sort of lulled yeah. into any security anywhere you know yeah. everybody's wrong yeah it's a, <laughs> trust yourself trust yeah. your gut yeah trust it's like your gut. politics in 2016 that's yeah. what it is yeah, yeah. Very nascent and appropriate movie. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about picking this movie. Why the bird? I mean, Back to the Future is like so obvious. I mean, it was on the canon. Like, it's like an obvious movie sure. for folks. Why the burbs? Like, I feel like not everyone would pick the burbs. Why did that stick out well, to you it's as funny a summer movie? Because the burbs, honestly, I don't really remember watching it till I was like a teen. Oh, really? Yeah. And my brother actually was the one that showed me the movie because he's like, Oh my God, you got to watch this. Cause when we were kids, like we really kind of remember more serious Tom Hanks. Sure, sure, sure. Not sure. like silly. Yeah, I grew funny up with like Bosom Buddies. So yeah. Like, I always thought he was comedic. And then when he went dramatic, I was annoyed. You're like, what? Yeah. What's going but on? But then man? I also think just like the dialogue was so odd. And my brother and I really liked weird movies like that. Sure. And it was just like, we just thought it was hilarious. Like I remember mm. watching it 
for the first time and just like, laughing yeah. so much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just reminds me of summertime for some reason. Like I said, I think spying on neighbors. Yeah, you're definitely like hanging out on the porch, watching out. what everybody else is doing. Like summertime's yeah. the and time I love, for that. Yeah. Like how Corey Feldman's character just like turns it into a show. Yeah, like he invites yeah, it's the best all part. the people yeah. inviting the friends over, and, and it's basically and like a reality it. show. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're the just pizza. watching this whole thing like play out. I love the part the the first time he does that with his girlfriend, and there's the rain delay because yes. they, they don't play it like she thinks he's crazy. Like by that point, she's like, "Yeah, this really is interesting. <laughs> it's a shame that the rain is really ruining it." Yeah, <laughs> great movie. It, it's funny because uh, it feels like with the Burps, um, it's a pretty short time period, like. I guess in my brain, it is a normal sort of length of time. But when I was watching it this time, I thought, this is a quick little, like things escalate really quickly. They go, they go from these folks are weird to all the trash is in the street. By the way, they never pick that trash. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's in there for the whole movie after they dump it out of the truck. So good. It's like little touches like that that make the movie really enjoyable. Now, was that filmed? On a back lot? Yeah, it was all filmed on the back lot that they filmed. Um, they filmed other movies at that same back lot. Was it, did they film Fright Night on that back lot? <laughs> I remember going to Universal and they like show the house. Oh, really? The Burbs house. It's like part of the lot tour. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's sick. It's pretty Which awesome. I always thought was a little odd because I just don't know if a lot of people, like I feel definitely there's a big group of people that know the Burbs, but then there's like people that don't know about it. Like yeah, a large like the group Psycho of people. house is on that lot tour as well. Exactly. Yeah, sure. So like Psycho, yeah, Hitchcock, sure. And I sure. was thinking recently, I'm like, I wonder if they, because I was on the lot tour when I was in like high school. Sure. I kind of wonder if they still like point out the Burbs house. Like would people even know what that is? It's like, here's where they filmed the Burbs. And everyone's like what? looking up from their iPhones like, huh? Like that I kind mean, of thing. I mean, I think among a certain group of people, the Burbs has actually taken on like a, a second life. And I think the part of that is it being on Netflix. Yeah. Like it's been on Netflix okay. now streaming for like, I feel like two years. Wow. And people have talked about it. Like, I feel like it's getting some traction, I think, because Joe Dante and mm. it's a Tom Hanks movie and people are like, what is this weird movie? And it has something that I think appeals to people now, which is it's not just funny. It's weirdly dark. Like, it actually has, like, an undercurrent of, like, murder and death. And, like, that's part of what's going on there. And there is no bright side to this movie. There really isn't. There is no, like, upswing moral moment. Again, drunk-ass Corey Feldman's the only redeemable character, really. (laughs) And, yeah, I kind of remember thinking, too, as a kid, like, wow... I really don't want to just live in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> Where like the most exciting thing is like spying on these neighbors. And to your point, like the first time I saw it, I don't, I was like, watch, they're not even going to be doing anything. Like they're just kind of eccentric people. And I feel too, that it was kind of a little disappointing when there were the skulls in the trunk. You're you were like, like oh, oh man, there goes yeah. your moral. But then I, I do like when Tom Hanks has his little freak out at the end. It's and so it's, it's, it's so good. funny, yeah. And it's just genius. basically saying that they're all monsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. And terrible and, and people. And that, maybe, 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 maybe that uh, formed my viewpoint on the world too too closely as a kid. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's on point. There's a, there's a lot of monsters out there. You know, it's funny. That's one of two on film freakouts that I recall. All, like almost like muscle memory that one 
And the one at the end of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when uh when <laughs> Chevy Chase goes sure, nuts. Sure, sure. <laughs> and just that freak out is so funny too. Those I are the two that I think of. Even though it's a nineteen eighty nine film and it I don't think it had the impact on the culture that Back to the Future had. I still think of the Burbs as essential eighties. If someone's like, you know, I'm not you know, let's say for some reason you've made friends with Millennial mm-hmm. to your own mistake yeah and they want to know about 80s films like, what was time like before? Hey, what's you know what's a what's a real 80s film They'd be like papa liam tell me of the days of yore <laughs> sit down in your skinny jeans son so that i might tell you move your man stop to the vaping, side. dickhead <laughs> all right let's, let's do this but no i think the burbs would be on a list of like like no, maybe not essential, but definitely like important eighties films. It feels very much like that to me. If yeah. There's something I think both aesthetically and also even with the story, like the way it plots out. Well, imagine too, like if all you know from Tom Hanks is Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Or Whoa. Philadelphia. Whoa. Yeah. Or Bridge Man. of Spies. Sure, sure, sure. That's sure, so sure, weird. Sure. Such a weird concept. And then like yeah. imagine you open the door to all of these I mean, Tom Hanks movies before. It's kind of what I was getting to before, you know, is where I grew up with Bosom Buddies is like, you know, a really stupid, silly, like Fun comedy as a kid. Like, Bash, you know, just, bachelor party. Yeah. So, yeah. so, Big. so, so Big. dumb, cute, fun. Like, yeah. And then like, he went, to do more dramatic stuff sure. and i i actually that colored my my view of of the burbs for a long time i think afterwards even though i'd seen the burbs and enjoyed it as i was younger it's like well it's tom hanks and like so i had a hanks hating phase you know but it's just like no you know he's he's got a lot of different a lot of different things that he does and i, I i've come back to i've come back to the, uh, the 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 burbs and really appreciated it i mean that's actually how i feel about and this is Maybe not as popular opinion about Joe versus the volcano. Uh, I tried going back to that, and I, I it's still no good. Still I, no good. Or? I I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. Do I tried. Like there's how things about it. It is because I don't know which one of you said it earlier, but like movies like this, they just don't get made anymore. No, they really don't. Yeah, they, and at it's least so not, not in the way that. Again, I'm I'm not I'm not one to make like grand statements about the state of film, but it does seem like. In the this period of the '80s, weirder ideas were getting. Oh yeah. yeah! I mean, this is not a small movie in some ways. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. It's it's like a. It's a movie that I'm sure a lot of people had an opportunity to see, and it's fucking weird. And the same with Joe versus the Volcano. I think that's why I appreciate Joe versus the Volcano because I'm watching it being like, this is like some sort of strange anti-capitalist movie. Yeah. yeah. That like. See, but Joe versus the Volcano takes a weird turn wherein it tries to be bad. Yeah. and it seems disingenuous because of it and that's why it doesn't have the same staying power to me as the burbs because the burbs isn't bad nor does it try to be bad you know what i mean like it's just good i know it's another I yeah it's it. definitely <laughs> like another good screenplay sure sure yeah. definitely yeah. But again, in a sense, it's not because they just made up all the dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I didn't actually know it was it was yeah, during, the, during really the strike. Yeah, that's that is interesting. Well, um, I think we want to uh, take. Do we do we have stuff to hype? Do you want to take a break or do you want to just uh, let's just go right into it? Okay. Uh, well, I hope this was a uh, fun conversation for you to listen to and a fun <laughs> conversation for y'all to participate yeah, in. Yes. I enjoyed uh, yeah, myself very much tonight. This is a good time. I definitely could rewatch the burbs. I don't know if I'm going to go back to the back to, to back yeah, to the future. You know what? You're I've seen ready. it enough times. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe. I'm just it's kind of like there's certain ready. records that you can't go back to. Like I'll never have to listen to like, you know, 
old, um, like the Operation Ivy discography. I'm going to have to listen to that again. It's fine. And it's it's not that I dislike it. I mean, I haven't listened to Nevermind the Bullocks. Yeah. I don't ever have to. Again, never. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe I love. Yeah, I love the. Uh, I still love it. Yeah, 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 yeah still it's just one of my favorite I don't, bands. I don't even, yeah, it's a good point. It's, been, really? it's been ages. It's almost probably been a decade since I've listened to that, and I still it is. It's a great, great, great set of music. And, Wonderful. Yeah. You'll never have to listen to no. it for a long time because yeah. you know. And I kind of feel like Back to the Future is the same way. Yeah. I can see that. Like uh, you know, we can go through it if you want to, but certain movies also are like that. Like um, maybe Demons Two. I don't have to watch it again. I've seen a lot. That's, we actually never watched we didn't watch the second one, did we? That's, we didn't, we've watched the first one. Yeah, we, we didn't watch Demon's the second Demon. one. It's terrible. It's literally but, incorrect. I love the second Demon's movie. Uh, Do you? Yeah. Oh, man. I've seen it a million times. I don't love it. Uh, see, that's the thing. I haven't seen it. I didn't grow up with that. I mm-hmm. even, even the original Demon's I only saw once <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> you know what? One movie I'll never have to see again? Red Sonia. I've seen that movie a million, oh, hundred billion God. times. Another no. one my brother and I. Did you Crawl the Conqueror? Did you watch that one oh. as well? There you go. Yeah. These all fall into the same. Yeah, yeah. it's the like garbage if, my brother and I but watched. What that. about Beastmaster, though? Mm-hmm. I've seen that a thousand times. Not the second one. What about what, like a fourth one up to at least? Was there? I think there yeah. there were at a least, lot of them. At least, yeah. Abysmal. Yeah. Wow. I remember there was a time when I thought that was Luke Skywalker, yeah. but it wasn't. Hey, hey. Is there anything you want to hype? Oh, let me say this because I meant to say it at the beginning, but we'll say it now at the end, and hopefully you've made it to the end for this demand right we're giving away tickets and i don't know if this episode will be up in time but i'm hoping it will yeah uh, for on tuesday june 21st we have tickets for the neon demon neon demon they're plus one so you can bring a friend yep and then for monday june the 27th. 27th we have passes for hunt for the wilder people which, which is really awesome that's the new movie from how do you say his name taika watiti taika watiti yep if you uh, like fly the concords and if you like that kind of stuff and if you liked um uh, what we do in the shadows. This is his next movie, and Sam Neill's in it. So you know, it looks hilarious. Do you Watch the trailer; game? it looks amazing. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, uh, Sam Neill. Uh, we'll always go back to uh, into the into the mountain madness. Uh, yeah, ah, God, great so movie. Or, great into, movie. Into the mouth of madness. Sorry, yeah, no, mountain so madness. So is the good. Books. Ben oh, yeah. vetoed it, but I kind of wanted to go through his filmography. Sam Neill? No, yeah, not. But yeah, it's just that's the I only mean, one I then, need. Then you get that. to watch Possession, exactly. Possession, which is like one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. There you go. Okay, uh, uh, what el- what other things do we want to July hype? 2nd, July 1st, Only Glory will be playing our first show in Bristol, PA, at a place called The Vape Lounge. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just know that we're playing with Eaton Live, and we're playing with um, I will not nail- be. Knives. I will not be attending that show. Yeah, yeah, I will be. Uh, and then um, the 2nd, July 2nd. Right, this one I'm going to. We are playing at Ortlieb's Lounge with the reunion of No Escape. <laughs> Yep. Which is fucking crazy pants, because Tim Singer's going to be there, and that's <laughs> fucking weird. Um, and uh, Easy Creatures are playing that show. Edgewise, good friends Edgewise are playing. And um, what's the other? Oh, Miracle Drug, which is Bricks, yep. the singer from CR. If you know anything about 90s power violence, then CR is your band, and his new effort is just as amazing. So, so yeah, that'll be our second show. I support that. It's going to be a good time. What about y'all? Anything you want to hype up, promote, plug? Anything you're excited about, you want people to know about? The only thing, I am hoping that we're going to be part of Philly Zine Fest, and that's going to be in August. Is that at the Rotunda? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... I only know that because I was in there one year. Yeah. Big big up to the Rotunda. uh, Yeah. Info's, I think, coming out soon about that, but it's August 28th. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to some shows, but yeah, uh, a little, little more mild stuff. Uh, teen, we're going to see tomorrow night. I don't know if you listen. Cool. The, yeah, the, yeah, very, yeah. very good, very good group. Um, I'm going to see Black Milk here in a few minutes. Uh, Detroit hip hop, very cool. And 
Turbo Negro is coming up. Yep. I'm going yeah. to that yeah. the 27th. Oh, we're going that too. Nice. Um, we should go together and hang yeah. out. Josh is very excited about this. Pots, yeah. <laughs> be, uh, what else we got coming up? Oh, Bob Log the third. Oh, uh, that guy that he's the one man band. He plays he plays Johnny Brenda's a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's coming back this year. That's at know. the end of the summer. He's it's a weird one man band. Yeah, dude. he kinda looks like Evil Knievel. Uh <laughs> jumpsuit sort of a thing where and he uh has a motorcycle helmet with a telephone sure. hooked in for his sure. first microphone. Oh that's great. And um <laughs> and he plays while bouncing uh audience members, typically female, on his knee, uh while he's still playing the drums and, and playing his slide guitar and singing. It's uh, it's really it's, weird. It's an experience. He's a, he's a, he's a good time. Check it out. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, Thank I'm you. To, so I'm trying to think oh, if there's sorry. anything I wanted to hype. Oh. Is there anything you want to hype? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure there is, uh, but all I can say is what I usually say, which is check out the Exume site, check out the Mahoning Drive-In site because we support them mm-hmm. so much. And the other oh, show I was going to talk about was the No Escape show which yeah did, that's so. gonna be good also uh was you it? guys are making hands gestures he what? wants me to mention our website yeah. which oh, is movie do. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moviejohn.com movie j-a-w-n for any of you that are not in the philly area and don't know what a john is <laughs> i just assume a john is a john. everyone knows and john. it's movie john one word.com <laughs> it was in creed come on come yeah. on well yeah you know, who, you know what else was in creed liam o'donnell yeah <sighs> can we move on please <laughs> So, um, uh, is, is there other, this is finest screen work today. Is there other social medias you would like people to find you on or not so much? Um, <laughs> I mean, we do have an Instagram account. It's sure. movie John. We're on Facebook. Twitter as well. Yeah. We're, uh, just, Twitter. we just, just started a Twitter yeah. because, um, Oh, Tom, Tom Sharpling, Sharpling tweeted show. about yeah. us and we felt really lame because I think he tried to tag us or whatever and we didn't have one yeah, yeah so uh, nice. we were like oh we should probably should probably, uh, we should probably make that one. platform as well i'm not gonna already lie. doing a print zine man yeah what does he want from you yeah i'm not, uh, I'm not gonna lie video, video cassettes of uh, of what we do in our daily life perhaps <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm not gonna lie twitter is my preferred social media yeah. so i was you're so good like, at it liam you're so good at no it. shut up you are. uh i do want to say if you are on the twitter uh follow at Groovy Fest, which is the Twitter handle for Bruce Campbell Horror Film Fest. Right. Um, not just because I'm most likely the one tweeting from it, but also <laughs> just we're trying to build that up and we'll be announcing the lineup soon. I think it'll be something yeah. worth traveling for. So check it out. Awesome. Also, I want to give a big up to a friend of the podcast, John Wren, and his band Bottom yes. Feeder is going to be playing with yes. Brick by Brick coming yes. up. Yes. And uh, Lenfest is what they're calling it. So that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as usual, big ups. We we get lots of support from folks. So all the all of our friends who uh, support the show, people who buy T-shirts. Yeah, uh, big ups to Broad Street Breakdown, up. yeah. our homies, and uh, nerds, other, nerds, and nostalgia, nerds and nostalgia, the Doug far, Tilly, the, the Far Sided, Doug far-sided. Tilly. Yeah, we. Uh, you guys don't know, but Doug Tilly's working on a new website for us, and it looks. Sick. Real good. Nice. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you so much to Movie John for being with us today. No, thank Thanks you. For having us. And uh, we will talk soon.